Some girls just want to watch World Cup. Jeff Dale's another draft day. Dale top five has 98. I got just love to some Kevin James. Fucking Kevin James. It's the history of bad. It's bad. It's the history of bad. It's so bad. It's the history of bad ideas. It's the history of bad. Oh, yeah. It's the history of bad. Please note that any comments, jokes, questions, maybe, anything that we say on the History of Bad Ideas is all in good fun, and remember, we insult everybody. Our thoughts, opinions, questions, anything else, actions that we do on the show do not reflect any of our employers, organizations, advertisers, or anyone else that is associated with the History of Bad Ideas. And remember, at the end of the day, it's just a joke. Welcome to the History of Bad Ideas, episode number 379. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. I'm Blake. I'm the Power Bottom. And I'm the intern. Yay! We're all here. I think that's two weeks in a row. Blake Blake was here last year. We We get another one of these in a row. That's called a streak. So just let everybody know. Uh, I have zero idea how to flip my camera. Oh, no, but... Uh, hey, there, there we go. are. <laughs> Technology. You, for people watching, what were you coloring there? Uh, just just uh, some, uh, some, some lilies, oh. some orchids. Does that calm you and relax you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Keeps me from drinking uh, all of my... Uh, my pyramid bourbon. My pyramid scheme bourbon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, Brian, don't worry. I'll I'll help you get drinking here soon because of mispronouncing something. So don't worry. I'm not. I'm not. I'm never worried. (laughs) Don't ever, ever worry about me having to drink. Anytime that on your behalf. Anytime Blake interrupts you or I mispronounce something, just take a drink. You'll be fine. Uh, So uh, we are here. Uh, we got a lot of interesting stuff. It's not wild card this week. That was last week. Uh, wait a minute. Blake. It could be wild card if we make it wild card. Oh, wait. Blake wasn't here last week. Never mind. We only have one. That's not a streak. Oh, you didn't hear when you Correct. were corrected on that? No, no. Oh, okay. Well, Brian and I both corrected you. Guys, <laughs> see how much you listen to us. Sorry. My bad. Jim, did you notice I did my background wallpaper for you today just for you? It's a uh, <laughs> million little things, and uh, it's the guy that committed suicide in a million little things. And I'll tell you one Ron thing. Livingston. Whew, with friends like that. Oh, my hand. <laughs> Looking off a building may not be bad. Uh, anyways, <laughs> Jesel. Um, Get what? out of my life, people. <laughs> <laughs> I have to, again, thank you. For not being not being annoying friends like them, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So, so you uh, only appreciate it because you haven't had to see us in person for a year. That's besides the point. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Um, real quick on a million little thing. Can we? Exp- they're they're locked down on COVID. Okay, or they're about ready to be locked down. They're closing the borders, and nobody's wearing masks in Boston. They're using sanitizer, and Boston shut down 50% capacity in the restaurants and that. And I'm like, you know, if you're going to do this, 
can you at least be at, like go full bore? Don't just like pick and choose what you can do during this, you know, quarantine. It's at the very beginning. So they're listening to the president who says masks don't really matter. Okay. Well, it is Boston. It is Boston. Nobody cares about Boston. Yeah. And, when, when, and, when did pretty much the mask mandates start to go in? I mean, they closed the border, I think, before mask mandates. Did they? Uh, the borders got closed. Before, yeah, the border closed well before mask mandates. Okay. So maybe I'm not um okay, maybe I'm wrong then. I apologize. And again, I'm not trying to get into a mask debate, but like if you're going to do the quarantine or the pandemic on your fucking show, at least be accurate. Oh my god. Like the unicorn. They're not even addressing the 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 pandemic. Thank you. We don't need to on every fucking show. Thank you. But fucking million little things. Rome's show or film got shut down because of the fucking pandemic. Oh, poor Rome. Ugh. I feel bad for Rome. Actually, I he finally got his film going. I mean, it's not like it's Theo or somebody. That fucking kid. I would do drugs too if that was my son. Jeez, old peace. Who, Leo? Leo, Theo, whatever his fucking name is. Leo, Theo. Ugh. Blake, do you watch this show? Nope. You, you're missing one out. Episode. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I like it. <laughs> okay, Thanks, Neil. Neil. You're welcome. <laughs> Brian, do you watch this? You should. It's a good hate watch. Nothing that you guys have ever said about this show would make me want to watch it. It's all, almost as good as Mr. Belvedere. How's that? Does that make you want to watch it then? All right, maybe. <laughs> it has Ron Livingston in it. Had about had. six episodes of the three seasons. I, I did like how they made such a big deal about pizza night for wh- when he was alive, and then they never addressed it again. <laughs> you think as many times as they're over that house, they would at least throw a pizza night in there. I think they had one pizza night since he's died. Oh, okay. I apologize. Sorry. <laughs> well, things did get messy, you know. Two of them were sleeping with each other, so the wives, they had a baby out of wedlock while he was cheating <laughs> on his wife. I mean, pizza nights kind of fall to the wayside <laughs> when things like that happen. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't. It's such a train wreck, and I love it. I, I can't. I can't stop watching it. I fucking cuss at the show every time, especially that fucking Theo kid. Um, if you hate it so much, why do you spend so much time watching it, Jason? Because I can't stop. And my wife likes this. I show. mean, you could. No, my wife <laughs> likes it. I could. But then I can't come on your bitch. <laughs> I enjoy the show. I know there is some goofy ass things that you get on soap opera shows that 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 they definitely give in spades. But I actually do enjoy it. If you could get rid of Leo Theo and his dad, because he's a fucking idiot too, uh, Apple didn't fall for far for fall for far for the. Yeah, I'm having a certain never mind. Fuck it. Anyway, well, <laughs> get rid of those two guys, and uh, it would be a lot better show. It would be a lot better. I do like the British guy that they brought in, who was on Modern Family. I like him. So ah, that's where I know him from. Okay, yeah, he's Modern Family. Jim, are you are you excited? You said you got caught up. Do you like the show still? It is, it is such a messy <laughs> melodrama. I mean, it's just way, way, way over the top. Yes. And every, I know why they're all suicidal, because if this stuff happened 
to everybody on a daily basis that's happening. This is the worst things that can happen to people. And these people have to deal with it every day. No wonder why they're all suicidal because their lives suck. Except for Gary. Gary's not suicidal. I don't know. No, no, he's just a man who had breast cancer. <laughs> and I don't know if he has a real job or not. When does he fucking find time to do work? <laughs> Uh, apparently he got a new position where he can set his own hours and work from home or work remotely and still have that nice fucking apartment in Boston. Fuck you, Gary. <laughs> no way. He got a good job. He's just, anytime you don't see him, he's working. He's got a good job in the city. Uh, anyway, or driving to the mountains to drop off a toboggan and then driving home. Yeah. What the fuck? Jesus. I can't, I can't anymore. Uh, again, I thank my, I thank God for my friends every day after watching this show. Uh, let's see, Blake, how are you doing over there, buddy? Doing great. Good. Uh, recovering from a weekend of, uh, fraternity brother retreat debauchery. Oh, okay. How was that? Yeah. We, uh, had a little guy get together in a cabin outside of Asheville. It was a good time. Did you have a toboggan for sled riding? No, no. Just had a lot of bourbon. Any hazing incidents? I don't trust. No, those. but we talked about all the hazing incidents that you can't do in 2021, though. <laughs> like and I shouldn't hazing? have been doing them before. So, <laughs> Thanks, but they were so fun. It was so fun forcing someone else to drink an entire uh, fifth of uh, hard liquor. God, where's our, the fun anymore? Our hazing, wasn't, our hazing wasn't stupid. I mean, granted, well, hold on. Let me <laughs> wait a on. minute. Our hazing wasn't dangerous. Well, wait, hold on. <laughs> our, our hazing wasn't life-threatening, and mm-hmm. we made sure that we tried not to be dangerous or too stupid. But you know, a lot of the stuff, the questions were, would you do this? Would Would you do this yourself? And you know, and you kind of use that as, uh, you know, as kind of like that threshold. Now, other people have different thresholds, so you can keep that in mind. I mean, everybody that we put our balls on their faces, you know, while they were sleeping. <laughs> I mean, no one complained. No one complained. We never we never did stuff like that or <laughs> never did sexual assault or, you know, goofy ass shit like that. Now, we have driven, you know, drawn balls on people's passed out faces with Sharpie markers, but, you know. Yeah, but who hasn't? Yeah, but who hasn't? No, I, you know, I, and, and honestly, we, we're pretty good at policing ourselves and on what was in really bad taste and all that kind of stuff. So, but yeah, even stuff that we did, you know, which we thought would be tame, you know, is you can't do in 2021, you know, these days, you know, so. And we weren't stupid assholes that were like, you got to drink this whole Jack Daniels in five minutes in the trunk of this car. You know, none of that stupid shit. In the trunk of a car? Jesus. <laughs> oh, you'd be amazed. People do stupid shit. I do you my know. best drinking in the dark. Yeah. In the trunk of a car? <laughs> in the trunk. In, in the, that's, that's why he's coloring today. Jason, <laughs> sorry. No, but um, no. But seriously, I, there there is a there is something to be said of having common sense. So you, you you're you're doing this because you like the people that you're with, not because you hate and want to put them through a bunch of shit. And I think you know that's the difference between some people. There are some people that will be you know mean and sadistic. Uh, you know, as psychology based experiments show, they'll hit the button and cause the pain. It don't matter. Or, you know, ultimately, you know, these are people that you want to be friends with and, you know, and have a good time. And, you know, 
you know, let's see, you know, <clears throat> I don't want to date myself, but several years later, you know, we're all getting together from different decades of, you know, different uh, generations of fraternity brothers that we all know each other, you know, from like a 10, 15 year span. And, you know, and we get together and have a good time and watch the NCAA basketball and, and, and enjoy ourselves and cabin up on the woods. So you didn't have a toboggan. Well, see, that's where the hazing incidents come in. No, oh, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, would no, you, they said. Would you let no your tobogganing. son join a fraternity? Yeah. Even now, I mean, right now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I guess have, you really. Wait, wait a minute. Now. How do you know I have a son? Well, I'm, I know you Where don't. Is but he? I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I even told the girls that you know they should, you would uh, should check out Story, but you know, being soccer players, it's kind of tough to do that. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I mean, the soccer team was kind of like their sorority, basically. Yeah. Because you know, you know, they'd be playing soccer for the school. You know, you're doing that full time, so. And you can't drink. It would have been hard to do that. Can't drink on the yeah. Soccer now. Now, mom, on the other hand, wasn't wasn't anywhere near it. But I tried to, you know, say, hey, you know, there's some things to be learned about Greek life. It's pretty good, you know. So, you you know, if you're in with a bunch of assholes or dumbass bitches, then you know, then you know, get out. You know, and if you're pledging, you know, get out and leave. And if it's not, you know, if you if you pick the wrong group of people, you know, get out and leave. I had to do that several times throughout my life. With you know, I found myself in a group of friends that. You know, I really sat there and I separated myself and I looked at it and said, are these people actually helping me? Are they making me better? Do they make me feel good about myself? And, you know, there's been a couple times where my answer was no. And I cut those cords and I left. So you were you know? more Belushi fraternity, not Kevin Bacon fraternity. Yes, we <laughs> were more Animal House with some stupid. Well, yeah, pretty much with the stupidity. We yep. fit that. No, not not Kevin Bacon. We weren't the uh, Omegas. That's for damn sure. <laughs> we were a bunch of misfits and fuck ups, but basically, we're a bunch of misfits. But surprisingly, turned out to be successful in life. I don't know how that works, but <laughs> well, it, well, it talk- worked for Animal House. They all ended up being successful. Well, yeah, <laughs> Ludo was that's a senator. True. He I was. Mean. <laughs> he was. Oh, and by the way, uh, my my wife heard the term secret. You know, uh, double, you know, secret, you know, double secret. Yes. And she never understood what that was. And like two weeks ago, Animal House was on. They're doing another Belushi movie thon. And Animal House was coming on. And she's like, What are you doing? I was like, Well, I'm just working on my D&D campaign, but I'm Animal House just comes on. And she's like, Oh, I've never seen this before. I'm like, You've never seen this before? And, of course, the double secret probation comes up. And she's like, oh, my God, that's where the line comes from. I'm like, yeah, that's what it is. And, and of course, we had several discussions of, you know, uh, yes, that is sexual assault. Uh, yes, that is not. Yes, that is, you know. And, and, of course, you know, remember the period of time that the movie was made and what was acceptable, not acceptable. You know, it still really isn't today, but uh, things are laughed at at the time. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, you know, taking it into context. You can't make that movie now. No, well, you can. You're going to get, you know. I don't think you could make Van Wilder now. I don't know. You, you know, you, 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 you oh. maybe could. I mean, there's a lot of weird shit that's out there still. You just are gotta, you thinking of the same you, thing I just thought of, Jeff? I yeah. probably am if it was Van Wilder. The dog scene. Yeah. Oh. yeah. In the cream puffs. Donuts. 
Of course, you could just, just be, you know, just be ready. You know what's going to happen out there. Of course, in the last ten years, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry was made, and that was the most offensive piece of shit ever. It was on today. Uh, <laughs> and to think when they made it, they thought they were being on the side of, of you know, the right side, the, the, the openness of mm-hmm. the stuff, and it's a no, <laughs> no. Um, I, I mean. It, I guess it was better than Jack and Jill. I mean, that helps. That helps. Uh, that might. Uh, that, that is a very low bar you're setting. Yes, yes. Because that that doesn't insult gay marriage. That just insults marriage and people in general. Jack and Jill. And I thought it also insulted real actors and directors and Al Pacino. Dunk and Pacino. audiences. <laughs> yeah, that bar that Jack and Jill sets, I can jump over it. <laughs> Um, Brian, how are you doing? Doing all right, man. Good, good. Doing all right. Um, did anybody watch Justice League, the Zack Snyder 87 hour and 30 minute cut? <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. I did. Did you watch all of I, it? I watched all of it. And? And, um, it is a whole lot better than what was released in the theaters. Um, I didn't mind as much that the Steppenwolf character looked horrible (laughs) (laughs) because he he actually played a bigger role in it. So, (laughs) and, uh, I was really worried about more Steppenwolf. (laughs) I mean, Um, once once you get past magic carpet ride, what do they have? I mean, really born to be wild. Oh, yeah. yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> okay, after Born to be Wild, what do you got? <laughs> it's uh, fancy red uniforms. <laughs> yellow, <laughs> yellow submarine. Uh, uh, Jeff got the joke. I did not. Yes, I, no, you did not. It's because you didn't expect the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> you never expect the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> um, anyway, so keep going, uh, Jim. What else you got on uh, Justice League? Uh <laughs> Again, it could have been a little shorter. Um, <laughs> I, I think it could have probably done around three hours and still gotten everything they wanted to in it. Um, could you have gotten <laughs> it under two and a half and made a decent movie? I think you could have made it a decent movie, but I, I, I'm not a, upset with the, with a three-hour long. The four hours, again, I broke it down and watched it in a couple sittings. Yeah, I was going to say, I'd have to do like, you know, two two-hour sessions or four one-hour sessions. I don't <laughs> have time for that. I would have to do like 45-minute sessions. That's what they I break it down. They break it down into six parts. So you I'll can probably... Kinda... It's like a six-part series. series. Yeah. That's Again, probably how parts, I'll approach it. Yeah, some of the parts yeah. are a little bit... Are, it's not even timed, though. So. Yeah, that's fine. I hear it's a, a lot of lot of backstory that the you didn't get in the original movie. Uh, that's kind of what makes it better. <laughs> yeah. Um, I watched the first first part, I think, the first chapter, uh, and I'm going to go back to start watching the second chapter tonight after the podcast, but the first part was better. I agree with you, Jim. I think it was, you know, I, I thought the first the movie was a piece of shit, but I thought the first one of this was okay. Um, I still am scared by Steppenwolf, what he wears. That is some awful stuff. Um, did, was I think they do a better job in this one, in this 
with special effects for his uh, costume mm-hmm. and his uh, armor than they did in the original. Did you think Darkseid looked bad? Uh, again, it, I think early on when they cut to it, it's it's just more it's more cartoonish. But mm-hmm. at the end, uh, it looks okay. Again, you can't look any worse than Thanos with the fucking butt chin. <laughs> good call. <laughs> good call. Um, would you, uh, did, did did it have Barbara Gordon in it? Was she in it? Um, I don't. I don't remember Barbara being in it. I just just because okay. he because uh, Gordon wasn't in it a lot. Okay, and that was, was J.K. In, Simmons, wasn't it? That was J.K. Simmons. Yes. Okay. I completely he, forgot. He showed, that. He, he showed up when he needed to be. I mean, it, mm-hmm. uh, the, the cast is fantastic. So <laughs> they had a, a farmer's insurance agent in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> we are farmers. Was he no, going and following all the city damages that they were all causing? We've seen it. We'll cover it. <laughs> but I didn't understand why Drake from State Farm was there. <laughs> Seeding an apple. Um, hey, the, the, the guy that played Cyborg, I saw a uh, headline. I didn't click the uh, story, but he wants some kind of investigation to go on about the the set or the movie or something? What's so going on with that they guy? They did an investigation because he said it was him and or Whedon was kind of pretty much an asshole to him. And yeah. uh, I guess he reported to Univer- uh, Warner Brothers and they kind of sh- uh, swept under the rug. So then I think Warner Brothers came out with a report yesterday uh, yeah. stating that they really didn't find anything, blah, 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 or, you know, it was you know, not as bad as they he said it was. And he's like, okay, well, let's do a full report. Let's see this report. Let's see what you're doing because I can counteract, you know, I can dispute everything you're saying because you're not writing an accurate report. So the only problem I have with that is he's never said, at least publicly, what his accusations are. Yeah, I don't know if he has. He said he was he was mistreated and that's it. Okay, I don't I don't think he has to go on public do it if he's going to put a formal complaint in, he should do it he's going behind closed doors and telling those guys if you look at him going to the press and doing something like that for being a, uh, some type of abuse thing it doesn't need to be out in the open like that he can do it behind closed doors do you think he works again like he gets another role not in Warner Brothers I'm not saying that I'm just I did he sabotage his career is he officially done you think well has he had any other roles no, oh, this is pretty much his first big break. I don't know. He might have had smaller things before, but this was going to be his big break. And then, yeah, they had major problems with Whedon. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, see, the, the way you would hope that it would be taken care of is like, you know, uh, behind, not behind closed doors, where I say, you know, with, with care and scrutiny and, and uh, privacy – you know, everybody's tendency now nowadays is to basically, you know, bear their button balls to the world on social media, you know, regardless of the situation. You know, if he's trying to handle it in a classy, you know, mm-hmm. classy, hey, you know, we need to talk or this is what's going on, or at least share me the evidence of the report. Let's be fair about the whole thing and, and do it behind that. I think that'd be, I think that's, uh, you're right. I think that's a good way to do it. But, um, He's coming up on Women of the Movement TV series as Gene Mobley. 
Oh, well, he was on True Detective. He was Henry Hayes. Well, the yeah. other thing is, too, that when he's put these allegations out there, they're like, oh, against yeah. Joss Whedon, how dare you? Well, now women are coming forward. Yeah. Like, no, he's a piece of shit, allegedly. Yeah. So, yeah, when other people start coming out of the woodwork, yeah. like, you know, massage therapist with Deshaun Watson. Well, no, no, this is more his, <laughs> his, uh, some decent games. Yeah, I mean, the things that he's just an asshole to work for is pretty much the accusations I get. I have not heard, and correct me if you have, of anything like illegal activities. No, I don't or, think anything illegal. Yeah, or, you know, anything along the ism or the ist. Yeah. So, but, but you know, people can be assholes while trying to get the most out of you. You don't have to enjoy the experience. Or because they, you know, they want to get the most out of it to make the best thing possible. Now, I don't agree with that method, but, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe he is just an asshole. So this is, there you what, go. This is from, um, let's see here, uh, Ray Fisher is disputing comments made by Warner Media Studio CEO Ann Sarnoff uh, regarding the allegations of misconduct on the Justice League set from Fisher. Fisher said mm-hmm. uh, the Warner Brother executives attempted to impede the investigation of a ra- racially biased behavior regarding the film which director Joss Whedon took over. Uh, Let's see here. In an interview with Variety published on Monday, Sarnoff from Warner Brothers said that the investigation did not corroborate those claims, specifically that DC Films president Walter Hamada attempted to interfere in the investigation. Uh, So basically they're saying that they didn't interfere in the investigation. Um, Let's see. uh, Interesting part, a representative for uh, Ray Fisher confirmed this to Variety, saying... Mr. Fisher is no longer an ND under an NDA non-disclosure agreement, and will comment farther when appropriate to do so. So that could be interesting. okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. So okay, if he was under an NDA, then I can understand why he wouldn't have said anything. But Starnoff said he, there is nothing that Walter the Hamada, the president, uh, did against Ray. In fact, he offered him a role in the Flash movie. Walter happens to be a person of color, so he knows what he that feels like. So there you go. Uh, Fisher said that his character was removed from the Flash film after he filed the complaint. So there you go. Because I, I kept hearing that, because they were going to make a cyborg movie even at one point. Um, but yeah, so there you go. Uh, I, in the Justice League, in the, in the Snyder Cut, the cyborg character is much more fleshed out than it was in the original one. Okay. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed in Cyborg in the Whedon one because I like Cyborg. I like the character. Um, well, I had talked with someone at work who watched the Snyder Cut, or, yeah, the Snyder Cut, and he actually was disappointed. He li- he said he liked the other one better. One, because it just wasn't so fucking long. <laughs> and two, he just thought Cyborg was a boring character and there was a lot more Cyborg. Gotcha. Again, I didn't, I didn't know a whole lot about cyborg a character before this. I didn't read any of the comics. So I like I enjoyed it more of a storyline, a backstory for it. Yeah. Well that and he said, and they pretty much just feel like they're doing ripping off the Marvel cinematic universe on having some, you know, otherworldly entity trying to collect a whole bunch of things to put together and take over the universe. Yeah. This is the mother boxes as opposed to the stones. Yeah. 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 I I was thinking about that as a, 
not as hardcore comic book person as you guys. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why is it all the superheroes, they've always got to defend the Earth from some alien dude coming in? I mean, what happened to, like, you know, the League of Doom? I mean, come on. Oh, the Legion of Doom with the Legion coming from Doom. the swamp. Yeah. Or Hawk and Animal. That would be cool, too. What a rock. That Legion of Doom. Um, oh, jeez. I was thinking of Hawk and Dove. <laughs> they were Hawk on Titans. <laughs> the DC on Titans. And I'm like, you want to bring Hawk and Oh, Hawk and Animal Legion of Doom. No <laughs> wrestlers, yeah. <laughs> Um, Although Mika Kelly wouldn't be too bad to bring into your movies. uh, Anybody else see anything this weekend? This week? Uh, Just lots of March Madness. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's cool. Uh, Last, I think the movie I watched last, but couldn't remember the name of it, was Polar. I don't know if I talked about that. No. Polar. (laughs) P-O-L-A-R. P O L A R uh, Vigo Mortensen. Uh, no, it's oh, I'm gonna talk. It's Mads Mikkelsen plays a uh, uh, retired hitman. No? You mentioned something about a movie with Mads Mikkelsen, okay. but you didn't get any more specifics. Than yeah, that. I recommended that one. It was came out in 2019, so I mean, probably straight. It's probably straight to video. Uh, uh, Netflix. Okay, you said to recommend it. I recommended it, yeah. Okay. Polar with Mads Mickelson. It wasn't Polar Express, was it? No, no, no. There's okay. no creepy Tom Hanks uh, <laughs> animation. So Honestly, Mads Mickelson would improve Polar Express. So. <laughs> Especially if he starts killing people. <laughs> uh, honestly, uh, I could buy that Tom Hanks character or any of those kids in that Polar Express movie were hitmen. I could buy that. They all looked like they could. Um, I could see that. Yeah, I had a I had a funny uh, uh, one of the guys that's uh, older than me, believe it or not. It was a commercial for Snowpiercer came on, and he was like, "What the hell, Snowpiercer?" Uh, <laughs> I had to try and explain it to him. Uh, every time, I'm like you know, a layman, a layman, and you know, explanation of what Snowpiercer is is you know probably doesn't do it enough justice. It, it, that that show, oh, that's it's a like, rough uh, show. The world's covered in snow. Everybody lives on trains. Trains go around the world, and they all fight each other for the trains. My kids, two years later, still say every time a commercial comes on, this train is ours, <laughs> because that's all they put, did in the first season with the promos is the one guy, this train is ours. Literally, every time, it doesn't even matter, and they're mad that they don't say that anymore in the commercials. I was like, it was one scene. <laughs> one scene, kids. Yeah. <laughs> And then I did, I did, we did sneak in a, a Falcon and Winter Soldier, and oh, uh, yeah, yeah, we had to have it on that closed caption because well, the sound sucked, and there's a bunch of other people around, and some people are like, "What the fuck is this?" And you try and explain it to them, and you're like, "Okay." So I, I need to go back and rewatch it again, but I, I did like a couple of things about it and be intrigued to see what happens. But but the first episode wasn't nonstop action. People were bitching that there was a story <clears throat> in it. Oh, yeah. Like WandaVision? Yeah. Yeah. I, I enjoyed but, it. Uh, did anyone want to watch it? Brian, you, did you have to it? build up the characters? I know. Yeah. <laughs> Setting up the story. I, mean, I, I enjoyed it. There just wasn't a whole lot to discuss because it was all set up. 
Start with a big action scene and then do your little setup and then the yeah, show is over. The big over. action scene where they're flying for dozens of miles and the guy on the ground <laughs> in a uh, in a <laughs> armored vehicle drives in that same amount of period of time, probably drives a half a mile, but supposedly they're right there with them. <laughs> I did notice that. <laughs> I was kind of like, what, are you kidding me? Uh, I will say, it makes but I had to suspend suspend disbelief. That action scene was good. It made Falcon look like a badass, and he it was it was it was pretty good. As as one of the non Marvel people were watching, mm-hmm. you know, made a comment. Oh, it's a superpower! Just a backpack with wings. <laughs> yeah, well, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. And, you know, <laughs> I it gives you a new perspective. But, you know, I, I, I would like to watch it with other fans that know what's going on and have some back, you know, background for the story for me to appreciate it a little bit better, which is kind of like with WandaVision. I was trying to explain to people, they're like, oh, I watched the first episode. I didn't know what was going on. I said, uh, and I took a drink and just let it go. I like the story. I like the Falcon backstory. I like um I liked everything about it. I thought it was. I thought it was really well done. Brian, you didn't watch Wandavision yet, but you did. You watch this yet? Mm-hmm. I have not started it yet. Okay, uh, I'm gonna probably watch Justice League and and this uh, probably either tomorrow or uh, Thursday. Is this every Friday still? Is this that? Is that when this comes out? I think out? so. Yeah, for like yeah, six weeks. Every Friday, six weeks. Okay. Yep. Um, I've always liked the Falcon uh, comic book character anyway, so and I, I thought they did a really good job. I like the backstory with his family. I like at how, least he looks better than the Falcon comic book. Oh character. yeah, yeah. Could you imagine if they tried to bring that in? <laughs> no, please don't. It's a live action. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I did, and I won't be too spoilers since Brian's watching it soon. But uh, I did like that the Avengers don't get paid. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, I, yeah. I don't get paid. How's his salary work <laughs> for a loan? And I get it because they don't want to be, you know, tied to the American government, you know, because they're Avengers. But uh, at the same time, like, can't you give the guy a loan? Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. And, and, I'm, and I'm a little con- concerned that you're in Tunisia and you're out at a cafe table and everybody knows you're Avengers and taking photos, yes. snapshots of you. And you have your super secret high tech equipment on the table, working on it there out in public. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what are you doing? That doesn't I, that doesn't make sense. They trust Tunisia. Uh, anywhere they they stayed on the on the right side of the border. Yeah, any, yeah, yeah. Any 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 show that has Balrock the Leaper in, and he gotta like. <laughs> yeah. What's your superpower? I leap. I jump. <laughs> Thanks. Out of airplanes, apparently. Yes. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed it though. I liked. I liked it. I thought the Winter Soldier part was good, and the ending. Yeah. I, we so won't... eventually, they're going to have to come together. Yeah. You know. No. <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> it's going to be two, two totally two different parallel storylines. <laughs> they don't have a single scene together. <laughs> It happens at the same time, but just really far away. It's parallel, parallel stories. Just separate. You know what? I got a really good idea for a Falcon story. Hey, I got one for the Winter Soldier story. You know what? Let's just co- combine them, like team up. No, 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 no. We just put them together in the same episode. Don't just do that. <laughs> 
I think that's a great idea. You write your part, I'll write mine, and then we'll go ahead and film them all, and then we'll just edit them together. <laughs> you know what? Can we get Josh Whedon on the phone? Can he fix this? Yeah. And then, and then also, when I was watching this, then Anthony Mackie, apparently. Apparently, he's hard to work with, too. Anthony Mackie? Yes. Really? That's what I heard when he was filming in Cincinnati. Wow. Ooh. Huh. I don't care. He, Maybe he was just mad that he was filming in Cincinnati. <laughs> Why do I have to go to this shithole? <laughs> Bruce Willis is like, It couldn't on. have been because he was filming with Frank Gurlo. Oh, that <laughs> fucking guy. Oh, I'll be crossbones. <laughs> I went into my own production company. <laughs> How dare which I is, be crossbones? Which is doing Jim? very well and being very successful. <laughs> but that doesn't matter. No. <laughs> Brian, we don't do facts here. Come on. <laughs> Jim, is it just me, or does Jason's impression of Frank Gurlo sound like Aunt Marge? (laughs) From Pee Wee's Playhouse? No, our Aunt Marge. Oh, okay, you're legit Aunt Marge. That's son of a bitch. Well, Marge! Does she complain about playing Crossbones in the movies, too? (laughs) No, but your actual, the way you were saying it, whenever she's she uh, whenever she tells a story about what someone said to her, she gets into the same voice, and that's some bitch. She's like, "Well, Marge, let me tell you about that," and it sounded just like your Frank Grillo. Our Frank Grillo. <laughs> he's he's, he's like Marge to... Simpson's sisters. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah. And it always has to have that son of a bitch somewhere in the story. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but Marge. Uh, we should probably move on because we got draft day which we have not done in quite some time Uh, we're excited about that Um, my first draft day uh, it's only four people we're picking though Uh, Twitter poll of the week real quick you can find us at Bad Ideas Podcast uh, and the History of Bad Ideas on Facebook Bad Ideas Podcast on Twitter though besides Godzilla and King Kong who is your favorite titan in the Godzilla universe I was trying to keep it to the new Godzilla uh, films that they were shown. Uh, I watched King of the Monsters, uh, the 2019 one, with my oldest son this weekend because he's going to watch the new Godzilla film. And he really liked it a lot. And I liked it a lot better, too. Uh, second time around. So we had King, uh, King Ghidorah, uh, Rodan, Mothra, Martha, and Mudo. Uh, the Mudos were in the first Godzilla film uh, from 2014. Uh, in last place... 3% of the vote, the Mudos. I don't blame you. They were pretty awful. Uh, and then winning. Uh, you know what? Yeah. I wasn't paying attention to what was written in front of me. I thought you were saying Menudos. Yes, the Menudos with Ricky Martin. <laughs> yeah, Ricky Martin was the best of the Menudos. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, is Jason trying to make a really bad joke? Nope. Uh, and then tied for second place, Rodan and Mothra at 30%, and King Ghidorah got 37%. Uh, pretty Ghidorah. badass creature. Um, technically, he's not a titan because King Ghidorah is the three-headed alien, Monster Zero, uh, according to 2019's uh, King of the Monsters. So, you know, we cheated on that a little bit. So Cheater. Uh, where's Brian? I, I, I had a good joke for him. I had a good joke. Damn it. Uh, we'll come back to him. Uh, uh, when I was, I personally, my choice was for Mecha Streisand. 
Mecha Streisand is pretty scary. Mecha Streisand. I had a uh, 60-foot-tall John Wilkes Booth. It was the scary one for me. Uh, (laughs) How do you kill a 60-foot Abraham Lincoln? 60-foot John Wilkes Wilkes Booth. Booth. (laughs) Brian? Yes. I got a joke for you. Okay. Uh, You ready? Yep. Knock, knock. Who's there? Nobel. Nobel who? Why do you think I was knocking? There's no bell. <laughs> Come on. My 11-year-old yeah. told, told me that one. And I was uh, like, you know what? You know what? I'm going to have to tell that one to Brian on this show. He told me that yesterday. So that's about how old I was when I first heard it, too. So. Okay. I've never heard that one before. So that was courtesy of my son. So there you go, Brian. Just adding that. Do you have a joke for Jeff today? Uh, I do. I okay. can I can get to it now if uh, yeah. Go ahead. Yes. All right. Let me uh, let me grab it. I'm not uh, not prepared. That's what Joss Whedon said. Um, <laughs> the not Joss Whedon part. said, "Let me just grab it." Yeah. Yeah. Allegedly. All right, Jeff. So I had uh, just had a police officer at my door. Oh, no. Saying he was looking for a man with one eye. I told the officer he should use both eyes and he'd probably find him quicker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are right. Uh, uh, I like that. <laughs> oh, you like that, but not Nobel. Okay, screw you, Jeff. That one I hadn't heard before. <laughs> okay, interrupting cow one. Do you know that one? Yes, uh, I do. Okay. And I mean, I should have seen that coming, and I didn't see the. I was waiting, like, uh, looking for a man with one eye, so I poked him in the eye or something, is what I was waiting for. So so there was a setup there that I was waiting for, and it came from the other direction of the punchline. So. If you have a good dad joke to uh, for Brian to tell, send it on over to Brian. Uh, what's your uh, Twitter account, Brian? Uh, hang on. Let me see which it is. Uh, Bearded1 of 513. There you go. Bearded one five one three. Uh, bearded one of five one three. Bearded one O N E. Is that bearded number one or bearded O N E? Is it O N E? Okay. Bearded one O N E of five one three. Send those on in, and uh, Brian will uh, tell your joke on the air. So there you go. Oh, I will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, he'll put it through the editing process. I'll, re- I'll read it. Proper. <laughs> I'm not just going to read every joke that gets sent in. Oh, no. Can you, let's go. Come on. Send some jokes. Can you give us Brian. the tallies of actual jokes versus dick pics <laughs> <laughs> that you're going to get? If you would like to send dick pics, send them to at Jimmy Riggins. And, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> send them on over. Send them on out. Oh, if you send them, and then Jim will share your dick pics off. I will share your dick pics (laughs) all over social media. (laughs) Include your name. (laughs) Oh, I'll make you famous. (laughs) I'm Twitter famous. Uh, Anyway, I want to give a I want to give a shout out to everybody who uh, voted in so far in the. Best Xavier basketball Twitter accounts. Um, the first round went through. I advanced to the round of 32. I had the most votes for. 
So I will ask for your support again next week when it comes out so I can go on to win this whole thing. Is it 64 Just people I like in this? Dragon rights. What's that? Was there originally 64 people in this tournament? There was 64 people in this. Okay. So Jim is in this poll for, what was it, Best Xavier University what? Best, best Xavier University Twitter accounts, like fa- okay. basketball Twitter accounts, fan accounts. And he asked for some help from Hobie listeners, and they responded. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, follow us, uh, Bad Ideas Podcast, and at Jimmy mm-hmm. Riggins, and he'll put that in there. And again, if you want a dick pic, send them over to Jimmy Riggins. Um, I have to get famous. Yep. <laughs> The question I have, Jim. No, in, infamous, infamous. <laughs> oh, the question I have, Jim, is: Did you get the support from uh, from Kevin and the West Wing crowd? Not really. Oh. Again, I expected like maybe like ten thousand votes, and I got three hundred. If the West Wingers got in, <laughs> a lot more. But I still had more votes than anybody else. So. Did the Erpers get into this? No, no, no. I, I didn't really. Uh, I, I put it out there, but I didn't push it. If I need uh, to beg for votes, I will push it some more. <laughs> you should get the million little things voters. I'm sure that would be great. I, I think we just talked to them at the first part of this oh, okay. uh, episode. <laughs> Both of us. <laughs> uh, Br- uh, Blake, go ahead and hit us up with the listener feedback here. Now, dick free. All right. Uh, bomb listener feedback brought to you by my busted fucking NCAA bracket. It's because you didn't pick OU. Yeah, uh, or the Oral Roberts University. <laughs> mm, oral. All right. Uh, yeah. So anyways, we always start off with that one guy. No one fan. Upper dog. Can't give yourself a nickname. Seven. Known as Dad. <laughs> Big D. Yeah. Why is Jason watching Teen Mom and not Jessica Jones? Your guess is as good as mine. Because Teen Mom is a good show. It really hits. It hits home for me. The struggles of parenthood as a sixteen-year-old. It's it's really difficult for me. So. As a 16-year-old mother yes, of right. three. <laughs> so, Jason, yeah. did you see recently the the character of Ryan, who I forget whose baby daddy is, he yes. was on, and his hair is just all over the place and yes. kind of like grayish and everything? So online, apparently, people are like, my God, what happened? Did Ryan get a job as a chimney sweep? <laughs> and then the next comment somebody made was, Ryan, job, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Ryan. He's still living with his parents at the age of 35. <laughs> Ryan, you ever going to do something? Wasn't he like a, he was a, uh, he was like scouted for baseball and then it just kind of like went away or something like that. Wait. Basketball. What's that? Okay, this guy's 35 and he's on Teen Mom? Well, I think he's like 28 now, 29. It's, oh, okay. it's oh, on the oh, original. Okay. The original, yeah, okay. Yeah, Teen Mom OG. <laughs> As we said last week, no, no Teen Mom. Don't get a Teen Mom pregnant. <laughs> Remember? Don't do that. That's a bad idea. Teen Mom and me. That's I mean, amazing. wait a minute. Hold on. 
That's what's good about high school girls. And, and to be fair, because of Teen Mom, we were able to get an intern for a while, Gary. So, I mean, it worked out well for us for a little bit until Brian sent the sent him packing. Well, if I realized he was from Teen Mom, he wouldn't have gotten in the door to begin with. So I looked at his resume. Uh, well, honestly, he's he's the best person in Teen Mom. <laughs> so the bar is low. <laughs> it is, but he, he has grown the most of anybody in that show. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, would you like to say anything about intern Gary? No. No? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I I mean I what can I say? He's he left. He's gone. He moved back to Gary, Indiana. Uh, Does he have to go I back? I can talk to, to him. I don't keep in touch with him. Okay. I mean he's actually just a little bit outside Indianapolis. He's not actually all the way in Gary. <laughs> I'm gonna say, was that the first time you know heard uh Brian say he went back to Gary, Indiana? Yeah. Because he's been saying that for over a month now. Oh. <laughs> Thanks for listening, Jason. <laughs> About intern Gary is from Gary. <laughs> Gary from Gary, Indiana. Send your dick pics to Beard at One of Five One Three if you're interested. I mean, I mean, jokes. Send your jokes, Beard at One. Uh, Blake, what I don't I think you can send your old Twitter account to me, Jason. <laughs> Sorry. Or, or send pictures of your teen mom to uh, no, 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 At Bad Ideas Podcast. No, 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 no. All teen mom <laughs> theories. No. Gryx, complaints. Snapshots. Jason, I have a question. No. What is your, in softball, what is your number and what is the name on the back of your jersey? Okay, moving on. Let's go. That was because of you, you assholes. Okay, moving on, Blake. What do you got? Oh, we I, got, I just uh, this to the listeners now that I brought it up. <laughs> Jason requested the number 16. We're not sure why, because he wore five for so many years. And then so he gave him the number he wanted. But the name he got on the back above 16 says, I thought she was. No, no. Out. Get out. Get out. <laughs> this is because was, they're assholes. We picked that name. For whoever picked number sixteen, like, you could have told me that ahead say, of time. Well, not, well, the, those of us sitting there were like, "Oh, if someone takes sixteen, let's make their name blah blah blah." And then <laughs> Jason wants sixteen. <laughs> like, okay, you got that instead of douche nozzle. <laughs> yeah, that's what it wasn't like to be. <laughs> you know what? Maybe I do want the friends from Million Little Things. <laughs> <Fuck you all. laughs> I'll remind you that every time you complain about our friendship. Okay. <laughs> like you know, now that I know how, how now that I know how the numbering system work. When I when I took eighteen, I'm glad you guys didn't stick me with. Glad she was. <laughs> <laughs> At least she was. Yeah. At least she was. <laughs> nah, that's too old. <laughs> hey Brian, me and you are just going to do a podcast. Fuck these guys. Just me and you, buddy. <laughs> You don't listen to anything we say, so. <laughs> Maybe you and your dad could do it, Doug. <laughs> he loves you. Okay. I'd listen to a Brian and Doug podcast. I would listen to a Brian and Doug podcast. Uh, let's see. What do we got, Blake? What do you got from Joe? We got from uh, Joe505 at Real Joseph 5050. Maybe he was missing a zero in that first part. I don't know. In honor 
of Baron Zemo, what villain in the MCU would you want to come back in a future film television series? Bartok the Leaper? Punisher. Punisher? He's not a villain. Well, I guess he is. Kind of is. He's a villain. He's not a hero. That's true. He's an anti-hero. Okay. Do you think they're going to re- you think they'll bring him back or you think they're going to recast him? It's going to be probably on Hulu because it's Disney can't put it out that they can't do anything with that character that would be worth watching. Okay. Cuz it's rated. So, yeah, it would have to be it'll most likely be on Hulu and it'll be probably I'm 95 97% positive that it would be John Bernthal coming back. Did you like him better than Thomas Jane? Yes. Yes. That ding was a yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. No, I that was I, Thomas I, Jane I, was the secret word of the day, so someone won. <laughs> yes. Joe five oh five at Real Joseph fifty fifty. You're the winner today. <laughs> you win a t shirt from the sock monkeys. Jersey number 16. <laughs> you in a Funko Pop. Slightly, slightly worn. <laughs> you really like that Punisher series, don't you, Brian? I love it. I, I love everything about it. I think it was, what, two seasons? I think they did two. So they did two, and then he was in second most, season. if not all, of the second season of Daredevil when they introduced him. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So he pretty much had three Three seasons. Okay. He was the good half of the second season of Daredevil. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else we got, Blake? Blake? Steve at uh, I Ultham. Mm. Uh, Everything I learned from movies. Correct. Oh, you forgot to plug uh, the Hobie uh, discount. Oh, yeah. Uh, Untidy Venus on Etsy.com. Go there uh, and you can uh, put in Hobie Pod and you get 15% off uh, at Untidy Venus on Etsy.com. Lots of great geek gifts. Thanks, Blake. That's right. Every uh, time you use that, you get an extra large Hobie cocksock. <laughs> With Crudes 2 topping the box office for months, Willie's Wonderland. Coming out to rave reviews in a new movie that came out last week. And Prisoners of the Ghostland, killing the indie festival circuit. Is Nicolas Cage officially back as both box office gold and greatest living actor? I'm confused as to what both means. Uh, it means two together. Yeah, sure. But but the rest of the sentence doesn't support both being the operative word in that sentence. Crude's two is still in the top five. I'm just saying, 82, 82 weeks later, still in the top five. Uh, 82 COVID weeks later. Brian, you don't have much taste in actors. Do you think Nicolas Cage is one of the best of all time? Brian's look at me very angrily. Uh, no, I do not. Okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, you know, if he made Con Air 2, I would do it. I would say he's probably one of the best. Just saying. He's only got two good movies, in my opinion. Which ones? Raising Arizona, Gone in 60 Seconds. 
Could be gone. Arizona. I'll agree with one of those. Right, gone in sixty seconds. No, I no. just saw that about two weeks ago again, mm-hmm. and oh, he was even worse than I remembered him being, and I remembered him being bad. The movie's okay, but I wouldn't call it good. But he was, he was worse. He chewed more scenery than I had thought he had in that movie. For the longest time, I always, I never really focused in just on him because the cast is so good. Yes, the rest of the actors in it. You're right. But I just watched, like, I just saw it again probably in like the last six months, and like for some reason. Right from the beginning, I just kind of like honed in on him. And you're right. Like, it was, I mean, it, he was I, way over over what he needed to be for that. Yeah, I thought maybe the movie would move into the good stratus or whatever if somebody other than Nicolas Cage was in the lead role. Because, yeah, like you said, the rest of the cast uh, or whatever really had, had their A game. But. There was just too much Nick Cage. It was a phenomenal cast. It really was. Yeah. You look at the top to bottom, you're like, geez, Pete. Uh, but you didn't like the part of, let's go. <laughs> or whatever he does. Um, yeah, he was. Nicholas Cage can't bring his A game all the time. He can't be as good as that as he was in, like, say, like Peggy Sue got married. No. Oh. <laughs> when you film a movie. I a love week, you, Peggy Sue. Your, your A game runs out quick. <laughs> when you're filming a movie every week. Yeah. Is that our excuse for Hobie? <laughs> <Our Yeah. A-game? laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> we lost our A-game about six years ago. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, you know, uh, the networks when they used to have, like, the ABC Sunday Night Movie of the Week. Now imagine that every week being Nicolas Cage in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Steve needs to get right on that. Get in contact with uh, Nick Cage and have a weekly move, a Sunday movie of the week, and have Nicholas Cage just do one every week. I, uh, Steve did get to interview the stand-in for Nicholas Cage. Uh, that has yeah. been the stand-in for years, <laughs> so that's awesome. <laughs> um, what else we got? We got from Besotic Geek. He doesn't know how to turn the camera on, but he knows how to send the in the question. So that's nice. That's not a good why. Is it so easy for scumbags to get elected to the highest office? Hashtag down the hall. Because no one else wants the job? Yeah, that's down my feeling. <laughs> and, and anybody who pretty much wants to be in the highest offices probably are the type of person who shouldn't be in the highest office. I think pretty much just by virtue of wanting it, you are probably not qualified for it. Yep. Yeah. Maybe you should ask that question to President Harris. <laughs> well, when, she be, when she becomes the actual president, maybe at, at this rate, I don't think I don't think Biden's going to make it a year. He's he's eight weeks in, and he already looks beat. Well, it kind of depends on how many well, stairs he has to get over. <laughs> Poor guy. Every president comes into office. Like you look at you look at. Uh, uh, Bush and you look at Obama, how how cheery they were when they won, and after a week, <laughs> they like, just tired. Oh, why did they I? Got why sat did down, I, they got given the book and said, "This is what's really going on." They went, "Oh, oh fuck!" fuck. <laughs> it's kind of like the, the new, age. 
It's kind of like the new guy at your job. He comes in and you're like, oh, welcome to the team. Thanks. Uh, Here's 87 TPX reports you got to fill out. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) I'm sorry. We'll we'll have Biden replaced after his first press conference when everybody realizes he's got Alzheimer's. Stop it. Down Down the hall. (laughs) Down the hall. I will say, though, you know, maybe that's not a bad thing. If you really think about it, I will say, though, him falling up the steps, not that I wish injury upon anyone was kind of humorous just because it was like a, I kept thinking of Benny Hill music. Um, like, no, stay down, stay down. Get your Secret Service to help. Just stay down. Yeah, I don't care. If it was I kept Trump, thinking Obama, of Chevy Chase anybody. playing Chevy Ford. Chase on Gerald Ford. Well, yeah, because Gerald Ford fell down the stairs mm-hmm. or yeah. slipped on the once, stairs. Once, and then once. it was an entire <laughs> Yeah, yeah and then for an entire year on Saturday Night Live, he was just falling over everything. And let's be real. I mean, these guys are, these presidents are filmed all the time out in public. Yeah. You're going to have mess ups. It's, it's going to happen. So I'm yeah. not mocking him. I just think I just thought it was humorous. Like, oh no, stay down. Nope, he's down again. Damn it, get up, <laughs> stop it. I, I I did see a meme that said I'd rather see this president fall upstairs than the previous president trying to uh, change the weather pattern of a hurricane with a sharpie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're fucked all around. Anyways. <laughs> All around. Uh, what else we got here, Blake? Let's finish this up. Uh, professor number one, doctor number one. If the Cincinnati Bengals relocate to another city in 2026, <laughs> would you still root for them? Um, not going to happen because they're going to win the Super Bowl next year. They said if. So. <laughs> um, because well, I know Hamilton County, died. you're. You're going to be paying those uh, stadium taxes well beyond 2026. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Two things. Eli Apple, so Super Bowl. <laughs> Did they sign Eli Apple? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, go ahead, Jeff. Go ahead. You do yours yeah, first. So two things. Yeah. It. If they move. Mm-hmm. I may still cheer for them based on where they actually move to Toledo and who is the owner of the team, mm-hmm. because I won't cheer for them. If Mike Brown moves them out of the team, Brian, out of the city. Brian and Jim, you guys have the most invested because of season tickets and that Brian, would you still root for them? Um, probably not. Okay. Okay. Just because you if think it would Mike, hurt too much? If Mike Brown moves him out of the city, I would not root for him. Okay. After everything that the city's done, everything that he's put the city through, and yeah. we still and, supported him. If he and after all, the, after all the shots Joe Burrow bought for Athens, Ohio? Come on! Exactly. I cheer, still cheer for Joe Burrow. That's right. He actually seems like a pretty stand-up guy. I like he him. He is a good guy. I'm like so sad he... Went to the Bengals. <laughs> Why you get to? I mean, you get to see him. You can go and watch him play because he's in be, the division. They can't all be Johnny Manziel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what True else? that. Uh, Jeff, that's me, it. I'm done, man. No, that's it. Uh, Jeff, finished. give me some uh, draft day music. 
Draft day, draft day. Who needs a draft day? Hobie, Hobie, Hobie. History of bad ideas. Yay! It would be nice when we all can be in the studios again. <sighs> uh, what, we got probably like a month, you think, after everybody gets vaccinated. We got to get some vaccines going here, people. Let's go. Come on. Let's get them going. I'm, I'm 50%, so. I'm scheduled for Friday. I'm Thursday. Jim, did you get one yet? Not yet. I'm looking to schedule this week. Okay. Um, I looked some yesterday, and there wasn't anything open on days I wanted. So, yeah. unless you want to go like eighty miles away, uh, yeah. So uh, let's see here. Yeah, dude, if you're if you're working at the gardens, the Cintas Center is really close by. You're in and out of there within thirty minutes. It oh, is, I know. They've what, got that. They've got that working. It was it was great. less than thirty minutes for me. I yeah. was there on the eighth, the first day, the eighteenth. My appointment was scheduled for noon. I got there at like 11.25. I was vaccinated, waited, and out the door by 11.50. Yep. They, uh, they were definitely on it. Tried. Your, your, and your microchip came online at 11.51. Yeah, my, uh, my 5G version 1 uh, microchip <laughs> just uh, finally activated. So. Um. Breaking news, just to let you guys know, Johnny Manziel suffered an injury in the playoff games uh, last week in the Bruce Bank Control League. Uh, I don't know. They lost... Um, Fatty liver? They lost 32-6. to six. Uh, The best part is it was only a four-team league, so everybody made the playoffs. I was, was going <laughs> to say, was everybody in the playoffs? Yes. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, draft day. Uh, people send in requests, and we go ahead and uh, basically draft a team like uh, fancy football, fancy baseball style. Um, this week it is Riverdale. Aren't you gonna play the theme? I I would. I'll play it. I I already sang it. Yeah. Uh, from Heno. And I want to hear the El Heno version. Well, you know what? I'll get to it. Shush. Uh, let's see here. Um, I'm surprised you didn't have it queued up. I didn't. I was out. I didn't do. That. You're actually surprised you didn't have it queued up. I no. I'm just being nice. Oh. So, uh, Riverdale this week. We're re, uh, redrafting Archie, the ab- fabulous abs man. Uh, Jughead, his best friend with the crown. Veronica, the sultry, dangerous one, and Betty, the good all-American girl. So those are the four. Once a person has been drafted. Fictional or non-fictional, they cannot be redrafted. So, Jeff, you were talking big game off air that you're going to win this oh, week. Oh, that's right. So, I'm, I'm winning this week. You go ahead. <laughs> what is your Well, pick? not if Jim gets his Twitter universe to vote for him, but... <laughs> <laughs> what is your first round pick? Oh, good. You're letting me go first because yeah. I'm afraid. I was afraid people were going to steal this one from me, so I'm taking it right off the bat. Okay, I'm That's starting your first rounder. I'm starting with my Betty, Betty White. Okay. <laughs> like all American girl. I am if, now if, safe. If, if you have an all gray hair team, I'll respect that. <laughs> oh, what if I don't? It's not all. Uh, you know, Arch is still going to be red haired, but it's going to be uh, the guy from uh, uh, CSI Miami. Oh. Yeah! <laughs> dun, dun, dun. 
<laughs> Jim, what's your pick? What's your first round pick? I'm going to take my Archie. No. Kind of the main character here. And I'm going to take uh, Jake Austin Walker. He was uh, in, uh, uh, what, Supergirl? Okay. Oh, no. Uh, no, not, it's not, uh, no, Star, Star Girl. Star Girl, okay. okay. Star Girl. He played uh, uh, Henry in Henry King Jr. in Star Girl. Oh, okay. I got you now. I got you. Young guy, red hair. I mean, mm-hmm. he fit, looks the part. He's a pretty decent sized guy. I'm pretty sure he has some good abs for you, Jason. Oh, those abs. Oh. Making my Betty White pick look good. Yeah. Uh, Brian, who you got? Uh, let's see here. <laughs> the red haired guy from the Archie Griffith show. I will take my. I'll take my Betty first. Okay, who do you got? Catherine Hahn. Uh, you didn't even watch. Yeah, I've never seen in, in a minute of Riverdale or, or WandaVision. Five minutes of WandaVision. Yeah. So I didn't even see her in WandaVision. I've just seen all the memes. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. I like that one. Uh, Blake, what do you got? Uh, my first round pick is nobody. Okay, you're going right. to be with the Minnesota Vikings and let it pass. Okay. No, well, I'm not letting it pass. Nobody. Okay. I'm saying nobody. The new movie character? That new movie coming out? Nobody? I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, mine is I need somebody that is young and hip to the crowds. So Jason's and, drafting somebody. Yes. All right. <laughs> I'm drafting Jughead. That's character. like taking everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drafting the character of Jughead, and I need somebody that's young, hip. Uh, the kids will get, uh, and if uh, Adam Sandler's movies taught me anything, I'm taking Steve Buscemi at this point. Uh, he is going to be Jughead. Um, and I feel he, like he Steve Buscemi. 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 Yes. Thank you. So Steve Buscemi. So that's my that's my jughead. Uh, Jeff, what's your number one uh, second round pick? Oh, that's right. We don't do uh, the, we don't do snake. a snake. No, it's not snake. No, we don't do the snake. Uh, my second round pick. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to have to go for Veronica. You know, get get to get my women playing against each other on this one. Okay. Uh, but for Veronica, I'm picking Natasha Fatal. Who's that? Uh, that is the female half of Rocky and Bullwinkle's foe enemies. Oh, okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. So I thought you were going to say you're picking Veronica from, uh, you know, the song of Elvis Costello. <laughs> no, no, I didn't do that. I didn't. I didn't go based on their first name. Betty White just happened to be a Betty, but I mean, she's ah, perfect for the role. I see. Um, Jim, what do you got? Second round pick? I'm going to go to my Jughead. Mm-hmm. I need, uh, again, I- I'm trying to get them nice and young, like young looking at least, not like 47 year olds old like they are in the actual show. Um, the reason for Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to go with somebody who wore a crown in the movie, I think the king. I'm going to go Timothy Chalamet. Uh, okay. Okay. 
I thought you were going to go uh, with the King and I musical. <laughs> so that's a better pick, Jim. Good job. <laughs> Yul Brenner. Much better than Yul Brenner. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yes. Yes, oh, okay. <laughs> then I won't pick you old writer for my jughead. Let me change some stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff just got shaved. <laughs> Brian, what you got? Uh, I'm going to go with Archie. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to draft Michael B. Jordan. Oh, he has some good abs. There you oh. go. That's the only reason, because those two people... Whenever they get brought up, you say, mm, abs, uh. <laughs> So. Can you do that impression of me again? Nope. That's it. <laughs> Brian, I feel like we got off on the wrong foot tonight. Do we, do we need to hug it out? Do we need? I'm good, man. Okay. Okay. Blah, and blah. <laughs> Blake, what do you got for your second round pick? My second round pick is nullity. Okay. You know, like, I don't think you take this seriously enough. I'll be honest. No, Liddy. Uh, I'm going to go right. No, Liddy. I'm going with my Archie. Uh, I am going with the, some of the best abs in the game, and Jeff will actually back me up on this. Tates. I'm going with Channing Tatum. Tates. Uh, those abs will never stop. And he's humorous, so I feel like he could do it. I could, I could watch him pull off his shirt all day. Uh, Jeff, what's your third round pick? We're on the back end here. We're on the back end. I'll go for my Jughead. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't even have to give a little introduction here. I'm picking Bazooka Joe. Wait, wait. I didn't hear Jason's pick because Blake's pick was so bad, I got kicked <laughs> off Skype call. Oh. <laughs> I picked Tate, Jim. I picked Tate. Chaining Tatum. Who? Chaining Tatum. Tate? Mm-hmm. Okay. For Archie, he picked Tates for Archie. I like it. Okay. Uh, what do you got for uh, Jim, your third round pick? Oh, well, again, I didn't hear Jeff's pick either. I just oh, forgot. yeah. My pick, uh, my uh, Jughead, I picked Bazooka Joe. Okay. He's okay. good at wearing that crown. Yep. Yeah. And the character is pretty much written like because of him. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stay so, true to their roots so Jim, without actually third? picking Jughead himself. Jim, what's your third round pick? I'm just going to go in my order here. I got Veronica here. Mm-hmm. I'll go with a young, attractive brunette actress, Isabella Furman. She was in the Hunger Games and the movie Orph- and the Orphan series movies. I feel like Jim actually Games is bringing his A game here. He's trying. He's doing a really good job. Casting he is him. trying. Who was she in the Hunger Games? She played Clove. She was uh, District Two's. Uh, okay. Tribute. Uh, okay. <clears throat> yep. Brian, what's your uh, third round pick? Uh, third round, I'm gonna go with my Jughead. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with uh, Jared Padalecki. Oh, from <laughs> Supernatural, and is he Walker? Walker. Okay. Okay. Uh, Blake, what's your third round pick? My third round pick, I'm gonna have to go with Nadia. Ah, Jim, are you still there? Did you get kicked off again? I, I'm still here. I okay. didn't get kicked off that time. He wishes he was kicked off. <laughs> uh, I sorry, Blake Jim. Saying, I heard Blake said the second round pick, 
and then it went dead. <laughs> uh, I'm going my Betty pick, the All-American girl. Uh, I'm going with another Jeff favorite, Clorette. Uh, Chloe Grace uh, Moretz. So. Well, Clorette's is great, great in everything she does. So you got Tates and Clorette's. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, you're just going with Hobie favorites. Huh? I am. I am. They sound like uh, breath fresheners. They are. <laughs> Fresh and full of life. Hey. Jeff, what's your last round pick? Here we go. Let's do this. Uh, I got to pick my Archie, you know, Mm -hmm. just to get Jason drooling some more. uh, For Archie, I pick uh, Zach Galifianakis. Abs. Ab. (laughs) Ab. Ab. Thanks for that. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Jim, what's your last pick? I have my Betty, mm-hmm. and uh, she's a little similar to Jason's, but I went with uh, Catherine Newton. Who's that? Cute little blonde girl from uh, the Pokemon Pikachu movie. <laughs> oh, Detective Pikachu? Detective, Detective Pikachu? Pikachu? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Uh, Brian, what you got? Uh, let's see. Rounding out my, uh, picks. I got, uh, Veronica. Mm-hmm. I go with Veronica Mars. <laughs> I like uh, it. I like uh, it. I like that one. Uh, Blake, what do you got for your last pick? Are you ready for it? I'm, no. I can't wait. All right. All right. Then in turn, you can start coloring. <laughs> my last round pick is part of the new. I feel like Jim Blake's going with the highbrow humor today. I feel like it. Parvenu. By that, you mean you don't get it. I just don't care. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't take it seriously. This is draft day of Riverdale, Blake. Damn it. You know what it feels like? It feels like he's trying to write a New Yorker comic strip. (laughs) (laughs) Is he Elaine Bennis? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a ziggy <laughs> you know what i'm too short <laughs> uh let's see here uh my last pick uh ms irrelevant is veronica uh dangerous sultry and uh need somebody to go with steve buscemi so i'm going uh carmen electra uh, i feel like uh they would work well together so, Carmen Electra. Carmen Electra, 20 years ago. No, 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 now. Uh, <laughs> have you ever watched Riverdale? It's like all of them look 40 and older. Luke Perry looks the youngest. Playing teenagers. Luke Perry looked the youngest. <laughs> High schoolers. I, I considered going with a pick 90210 people, and I almost picked Luke Perry as Archie. I did, I did think about doing that. I was also thinking of Saved by the Bell. I was going to do that. That's why you picked Steve Buscemi. The Steve Buscemi was. <laughs> Hello, fellow Ooh. students. That's How do you that. do, fellow kids? That's why I picked him. <laughs> uh, so Archie for me was Tate, Steve Buscemi for Jughead, uh, Carmen Electra for Veronica, and Chloe Grace Moretz for Betty. Uh, Jim, what do you got? I have for Archie, I have Jake Austin Walker from uh, Stargirl. Uh, Jughead, I have uh, Timothy Chalamet. Veronica, I have Isabella Furman. And Betty, I have uh, Catherine Newton. I uh, want to go young people so people actually look young, <laughs> not Forbes. 
or crazy. 80s <laughs> <That's crazy. laughs> or 99. Yeah, 99. <laughs> I just want to see Betty Wright walking around the, the Riverdale campus. Uh, like the, 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 in uh, not other teen movie, the, the, the poof of the uh, never yeah. been kissed. <laughs> Albinos are hot. Uh, what do you got, uh, Brian? Uh, Archie, I've got Michael B. Jordan. Mmm, mm, ads. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jughead, I've got Jared Padalecki, Veronica, Veronica Mars, and Betty, I've got Catherine Hahn. Okay, Jeff? Uh, for Archie, I've got Zach Galifianakis. For Jughead, I've got Bazooka Joe. For Veronica, I've got Natasha Fatal. And for Betty, Betty White. Uh, so we're going to leave this up to Besotted Geek to pick the winner. Let the record show. I've got nobody, nullity, Nadia, and Parvenu. Besotted Geek, you're a big Riverdale fan. You get to pick this week. Who wins? Let's see how the multi- doctor win. number one. He's the one that, uh, I don't trust doctor number one. Just draft day. <laughs> I don't trust doctor number one. Oh, I drafted towards Dr. Number One. Okay, fine. So. Dr. Number One gets a vote. <laughs> That's right. You can't change the rules, Jason. Sorry. Dr. Why don't number we just one. put it out as the poll? Put it out as a poll. Have everybody vote on it. Ooh. You guys are going to have to send me who you picked because I didn't write them down. Uh, Thanks for listening, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> You're the best. <laughs> you know what? Your IOU check is going to come late this week, Brian. I'm just saying. Keep it up. It's going to get, get here quick. 2019 tax return. Yeah. <laughs> same, you operate at the same speed as the IRS. Good for you. Uh, Jeff, give me some news of the geek real quick. It's time for another installment of News of the Geek. Per comicbookmovie.com. Yippee-yay. We got fucking three more Game of uh, Thrones spinoffs. Uh, HBO is in the process of developing. According to Deadline, the ideas for a trio of projects set in George R. Martin's fantasy world of Westeros currently being discussed are Nine Voyages, a.k.a. Sea Snake, that's what I call it, Flea Bottom, and 10,000 Ships. These all sound like Dave Mackey Band songs. Uh, Oh, they do! (laughs) Don't they? (laughs) Nine Voyages observation. I'll give you one on that one. Thank you. Nine Voyages, which is said to be the farthest along, has Rome creator Bruno Heller on board and follows Lord Corley's Valeron, a.k.a. the Sea Snake. Corley's Valerian. Same thing. The Lord of the Tides and the head of House of Valerion. Uh, Steve Tosiant will play the character in House of the Dragon. The other two projects don't have... You know, they've already did this. It's called Black Sails. All right, anyways, go ahead. Uh, the other two projects don't have creative teams. Like, that's ever stopped them before. Uh, 10,000 Ships revolves around the warrior queen princess Nymeria. <gasps> he got one right. A reversed ancestor of House of Rick Martell, who founded uh, the Kingdom Martell. of Dorne. While Flea Bottom will be set in the... No- that's a horrible name. Will be set in the notorious King's Landing slum in the maze of tight streets in the capital city where characters like Davos, Seaworth, and Gendry Barathon were born. Barathon. Uh, Gendry Barathon. These shows join the potential adaptation of Martin's Tales of Dunk and Egg novellas, a possible Game of Thrones HBO Max animated series. 
The good news is all of (laughs) anime. The good news is all of these shows will be out quicker than George R. R. Martin's book. So there you go, kids. Yeah, I really don't care about any of these storylines. Tell you the truth, I'm not intrigued by any of them. I'm intrigued by uh, the Nine Voyages. I like I like the character of the Sea Snake. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Is he a pirate? Kind of, yes. Okay. I was just asking. I know he's, he's kind of like a Sinbad that went on a Sinbad style trip. The comedian and, and comes back with. No, I'm talking about the old stop. Oh, and you know, stop film animation. Special yes, I know. Effects. I gotcha. Um, so I, I could, I could see that as being kind of intriguing of what he actually goes and experiences and comes across and how does he get some stuff. So, do you think yeah. any of these film, any of these shows, actually get off the ground though? Besides the first one. No, I think Nine Voyages gets off, and that's about it. Oh, well, considering it's the furthest along, it is. The, yeah, I, and Bruno and Bruno Heller also did what uh, the. He's done a couple things actually. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the show on uh, ABC uh, with. Oh. Uh, he did uh, The Mentalist. He's done The Mentalist. Pe- yes. Pennyworth, Gotham, and Rome. Oh, he's done Gotham. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, yeah, so the problem is, though, I think there's been a lot of, uh, you know, I think people are tired of Game of Thrones in terms of they're frustrated, I think, by the last season, half from everything you guys have said and just out in the media, that you wonder how much of an audience it still has left, especially with George R. R. Martin still, you know, whacking away at the book, literally. Yeah, and it's, it, it, if, if he's taking this long to finish, it's going to be so convoluted. You know, at a certain point in time, you just got to like, all right. Um, it has so much potential. Real quick, uh, this is per NBC News. This came up on a Twitter feed, and I really enjoyed the article, so I went back. It's from July 2019. We, I, we obviously missed this one. News of the weird this week. An Alabama man who authorities said kept a meth-fueled attack squirrel in his apartment was arrested on multiple felony warrants unrelated to the squirrel. Narcotics investigators found Mickey Polk, 35, I guess now 37, while they were conducting surveillance at a hotel in Killian, Alabama. According to the Limestone County Sheriff's Office, Polk uh, Polk was arrested after he fled on a stolen motorcycle and rammed into an investigator's vehicle. Uh, narcotics investigators were conducting surveillance at America's Best Value Inn in Killian, Alabama, also the only two-star hotel in Alabama, uh, where Polk left on a stolen motorcycle. After a brief pursuit, Polk rammed an investigator and was arrested. He was wanted for possession of an illegal firearm, possession of a controlled substance, and possession of drug paraphernalia. Uh, investigators in Athens, Alabama, searched Polk's home last, uh, well, back then, after getting a tip, the man was keeping a methamphetamine-fueled attack scroll at the residence. <laughs> Quote, narcotics investigator arrested one man looking for another after they executed a search warrant. Yeah, that's what just happened. Uh, Polk uploaded a video on Facebook after the raid from the apartment with the squirrel. He acknowledged that the squirrel is aggressive and has bitten people, but denied that the rodent was trained to attack. Uh, let's see here. Um, he, Polk fed the squirrel meth to keep it aggressive, according to the Limestone County Sheriff's Office. Quote, the public isn't in danger from the methed out squirrel in the neighborhood, Polk said with a chuckle. He's not on meth, I'm pretty sure. 
Better not find out he's on meth anyways. I don't think he likes that shit. He wrote on Facebook that he had been bottle feeding the animal since it was hours old and raising it like it was his own. Authority said there is no safe way to test the squirrel for methamphetamines. I don't even know what to say about that. So, and they careful when you draw any blood. What's that? They couldn't do a drug, blood draw? <laughs> test it? Come I don't on. think anyone wanted to touch it. The pro- <laughs> problem is that you can't just leave the squirrel out in the public, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you can't just go and uh, have other, you know, squirrels you with him. You can't turn it free. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, that squirrel has a needle in its arm. What's it doing? <laughs> Uh, I just like that story. I don't know why, but good for um, them. The squirrel stole the television to sell it for drugs again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. And it's shocking it's in Alabama. Hey, Alabama, we're only the fifth worst education system. Uh, let's see here. For Jeff. We are just Alabama listeners anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, when did they move up? The fifth worst. Uh, Mississippi, Arkansas, Long Island, and uh, Louisiana all went ahead of them for states that with the worst education. And, and Ohio, because Jason thinks Long Island's a state. <laughs> Come on, it's from Sports Night. <laughs> 52 states there, uh, Dan. <laughs> with Long Island. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, Jeff. It's time for new. Uh, it's time for your box office news and world report. Dun, All right, dun, dun, dun. give me give me a song. Dun, 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 dun. Hey, world report, box office news. What do we got? I shouldn't have asked. Yeah. Um, Why do so, you ask him every week? I don't know because he asks me, and I want to make him try to come up with something, and then I listen to what he comes up with and regret it. It's the same horrible thing almost every <laughs> week. <laughs> Jim, I couldn't do this show without your motivation. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, talk amongst yourselves while I write this uh, title thing down. Um, <laughs> okay. So, Jim. Very proclaimed. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> hey, Jim. Um, my dog got out the other day. Can you come over and take uh, off work and come look for it? I will call off work tomorrow, and I'll be over there. Okay, thank I'll, you. I'll make up Pierce coming to work since he's going on vacation this week. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to continue. Oh, no, 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 no. Hold on. You can wait a second. Hey, hey, Brian. Yeah. What did the ocean... Oh, I'm sorry. Um, no, you only get one. Damn it. <laughs> And you if I, if I only get one, you get one. Just trying to bond with you. Trying to do bondage with him? No, not bondage. <laughs> Shut up and just go do the work. Okay, report. Jeff, continue. Uh, anyway, uh, the box office of March 19th through March 21st of 2021, number one, we've got Raya and the Last Dragon made another $5.1 million, a total of $23.5 million, on a budget of $140 million. Plus all the overseas and Disney streaming uh, money, it's making a pretty penny. Uh, Coming in number two, hey, the kids are still out at the theater for Tom and Jerry with another $3.8 million, a total of $34 on a $79 million budget. Go fuck yourself, Tom and Jerry. 
coming in at number three on its opening weekend, making $2 million, The Courier, on its $18 million budget. Uh, coming in at number four, Chaos Walking, making another $1.9 million, a total of $9.7 million on a $100 million budget. Did that look like a $100 million budget film, Jeff? Well, nowadays, a $100 million budget doesn't get you as much as it did 20 years ago. But yeah. um, I think they probably could have made it cheaper and gotten the same effect. Okay. I was just asking. And rounding out, of course, The Crudes, A New Age, making another $620,000, a total of $55 million on a $65 million budget. So three movies for the kiddies out there this week, all doing well. I'm asking, well, as well as they can do. I'm asking everybody to go out this week to the theaters and watch The Crudes, New Age. So it can make $10 million this week, so it will no longer be on our top five list ever again. Because once it hits $65 million, I think the studio is pulling it. I think we can all get this together. Come on, let's do it. They just want to make their their original budget back in yes. the theater. Yeah, I agree. I think that's the goal. I think that's the goal. Uh, unfortunately for Chaos Walking, that means that that's going to be in the top 10 or top five for us for the next 87 years. Because uh, that's got a long way to go. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think it's going to make it. No. Uh, upcoming, March 26th, 2021, we still aren't out of the uh, pandemic yet, so we're not getting any tentpole movies. Nobody. But we are getting nobody. Blake's number one draft pick. Yep. Nobody. Yeah. bystander who intervenes to help a woman being harassed by a group of men <clears throat> becomes the target of a vengeful drug lord. This looks great. <clears throat> it actually kind of looks funny. It looks really good. It does look good. What this little thing doesn't tell you is the turn it takes on uh, who the the bystander is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was in the preview uh, when we saw uh, Chaos Walking, and it's an intriguing movie. And I'm wondering if they could have, if they could have marketed the movie without letting you know, because that seemed like it would have been. A more enjoyable movie without knowing what the trailer even told you. Yeah. But I don't know if they would attract people without letting them know that. I think in yeah, a couple yeah. weeks I'm going to rent this on video on demand uh, when it yeah. comes out. Yeah. Bob Odenkirk. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, what else we got? Uh, we've got Miracle Fishing, colon, The Kidnapping of Tom Hargrove. Or it's called Miracle Fishing Kidnapped Abroad. Oh. Oh. His kidnapping was told through the 1994 video diaries of his son, the film's director, Miles Hargrove. Is this a documentary? Do- documentary, yes. Okay. Okay. That does not sound like an uplifting film at all. <laughs> no, no. Kid. It's not a kid's film this week. <laughs> uh, we also have The Mystery of the Kingdom of God. It sounds and- like a bad uh, Indiana Jones sequel. Uh, It's uh, animated and it's a family movie and Andrew is chosen by God and is called out of his mischievous childhood to partake in the kingdom of God. Andrew must go through trials, tests, and spiritual warfare before the mystery of the kingdom of God 
is finally revealed to him. So is I'd the, rather it was a <laughs> Indiana Jones film. Is the kid dying? To see the kingdom of heaven? I'm kind of confused. Confused. Uh, uh, he's not dying. He's saving his soul. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. My bad. Uh, also, we have coming out the seventh day. A renowned exorcist who teams up with a rookie priest for his first day of training as they plunge deeper into hell on earth. The lines between good and evil blur and their own demons emerge. That is Guy Pierce, Keith David, Stephen Lang. David Keith. Well, I, I like those actors, but I was expecting by the way you read that it to be a uh, comedy. Uh, apparently not. No. <laughs> It is not a comedy. It well, is a horror film. Oh. What else we got, Jeff? Uh, we have Shoplifters of the World. 1987, Denver, Colorado. One crazy night in the life of four friends reeling from the sudden demise of iconic British band The Smiths while the local airwaves are hijacked at gunpoint by the impassioned Smiths fan. Wow. <sighs> The Smiths. Well, that'll be a depressing movie if they're well, kidnapped by a guy with depression. <laughs> it's going to be a depressing movie because they'll probably have Smiths music in it. Jesus Christ, I don't want to hear Morrissey whine for two hours. And I think it's got to be good because it has Joe Manganiello. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Actually, I'll go see it. What else we got? Uh, we have six minutes to midnight. Hmm. UK, August 15th, 1939, 17 days before World War II, an English teacher and his camera disappear on a coastal boarding school with 20 German teen girls. Miller gets the job days later, secretly trying to find out what happened. What happened? What had happened? That's what the movie's about. <laughs> uh... The next one, I think, is... Judy Dench. Judy Dench, it's got to be good, then. Eddie Izzard, Jim Broadbent, uh, James Darcy. Bunch of English uh, royalty yes. actors. Uh, the next one is the Bob Barker documentary. Oh, boo. Things don't stay fixed. I told you, you only get one joke. <laughs> That's it. No more. <laughs> It's a trauma, not a documentary, Jason. Sorry. When a wily photojournalist returns to the Deep South to try and stop his daughter's wedding and save her future, he discovers that it is he who has been stuck in the past. Mm. Sounds like Steel Magnolias. Just like it. Oh, yeah. oh boy. It's just a ripoff of Steel Magnolias, exactly. My colors are blush and bashful. <laughs> and we also have the vault Ooh. Tom, a genius engineering graduate is interested in the Bank of Spain safe the bank building is more than 100 years old with no building blueprints available and a security system that includes an underground river that will flood the safe room if the walls are breached as soon as Tom learns that the legendary lost treasure is going to be held at the bank safe for just 10 days he devises together with the charismatic art dealer, Walter Cunningham, a detailed plan to breaking in. They will only have 105 minutes to do so while the bank staff will be distracted. 
watching the 2010 Football World Cup final match. Who, who does this star? Freddie Highmore. Freddie Highmore, yeah. uh, Famke Jansen, uh, like Liam Cunningham. Uh, oh, I'll watch anything Liam Cunningham is in. Astrid Burks, Frisbee, Sam Riley. Yeah. That just sounds kind of decent. I would kind of watch that. Uh, okay. Uh, and then uh, I think it's next. Well, we'll get to it next week. I think next Wednesday is when the Godzilla one comes out the following Wednesday. Uh, I don't think it's a Friday one. Uh, real quick, before we get to the top five here, Black Widow is being pushed back to July, uh, July 9th, uh, and is also <laughs> on Disney+. Plus. They're going to release it on Disney+, Plus as well. So it'll be in theaters and uh, on Disney+. Plus Premiere, you got to buy it for $30. Premier, so $30 charge. Yeah. And that means that Shang-Chi, uh, Legend of the Rings, whatever, the Seven Rings or whatever. Yeah. Uh, that got pushed back to September, so just let you guys know. So, and then did something else get pushed back uh, because of that one getting pushed back? Not that like I, they said team? that was the only okay. one because they said Cruella, the Cruella Deville prequel, uh, is yeah. is coming out in May, and I believe that one is on uh, Disney Plus premiere as well, and in movie theaters. So, and Warner Brothers said that they will not release any movies on HBO Max next year instead of the theaters, uh, like they did this year with 2021. Uh, because they're getting some lawsuits from yeah. uh, producers and production houses over it. But they did make a deal that uh, there are movies that come out in the theaters, they can put them on HBO Max 45 days later. So just let you guys know. So Okay. There you go. Uh, top five this week uh, is top five television shows you would live in. If they were real, like if you were just living their their world. Uh, so, um, Blake, go ahead. What's your number five? Good job, Blake. Jim, what's your number five? Man, I'll tell you what. Oh, sorry. I'll tell you what. This was a really – I was on mute. Oh. This was a really good uh, topic because I had to do a lot of hard thinking, right? Because there's a lot that I would like to be instead of, you know – Doing an infamous twenty show Hobie, you know, I was nice and I narrowed it down. So, Ooh. but I also, I also had to have the stipulation in my older age. I'm more concerned about being safer these days than taking risks. Okay. So you know, if I was in like Game of Thrones, for example, odds of me surviving are not very good. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd be dead within 38 yeah. minutes of getting into Westeros. Yeah, pretty much. You know, it, you know, the worst thing would be a peasant. You get shit on or, you know, sexually assaulted, raped or whatever. But if you're a nobility, you're always getting killed and poisoned and, you know, Game of Thrones. So, you know, or you could be White Walker. You know, I mean, there's all kinds of horrible things that can happen to you. But uh, so keeping that in mind and being safe, I'm going to start off with number five. Uh, Rick Steves, you're up. What is that? <laughs> is that a travel log show? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Rick Steves. Okay. <laughs> you uncultured swine. <laughs> Sorry. I have no clue who Rick Steve is, but it sounds like a show that would show you travel log of Europe. <laughs> you, hey, He's you, no you, Brian Redhead. You go, you go to all the great places in Europe. You stay at the best places. You eat all the best food, and you talk about it. 
Okay. And you meet interesting, nice people that are, want to show you their towns and restaurants. Okay. Sounds like a good place. Thank you. Uh, then my number five is the lifestyles of rich and the famous. <laughs> if that's the case. Now, uh, number... <laughs> was that supposed to be a joke, Jason? No, I, I just thought of it. Actually. Cause that was my number one. <laughs> <laughs> Your offhanded joke steals my number one. That is awesome. <laughs> Put it on the board. <laughs> I mean, you're not even picking it. No. You just threw it out as a joke. <laughs> Brian's drunk. <laughs> At least he didn't say, like, keeping up with the family that shall not be named. No, no. Oh, that's just number two. <laughs> <laughs> that is not on my list. Damn it. Fine, I'll do it. Five. Number five is my life size of the rich and famous. That's <laughs> my number one. Oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> You're just going to Hobie your four, aren't you? Yep. Brian's <laughs> <laughs> your number five. Who? Who did you Brian. call? Brian. Go, Brian. Uh, my number five, uh, Scrubs. Oh, okay. Who wants to live at the, the hospital or just in... <laughs> I just really want to hang out and pull pranks with uh, Yanni Tor. The janitor. Yep. Oh, Yanni Tor. Yanni Tor. <laughs> Uh, Jimmy, number five. My number five would be La Paz uh, Modbet. Hmm? Or it's the wasteland that's French, and it's actually the Smurfs Village. Oh. Ah. <laughs> I don't think you would be having a lot of sex, though. There's only one girl, and if she's not into you, you're kind of shit out of luck. <laughs> I think it would be difficult to live there since there, it's only, like, Three apples high, and you're much I taller. I would dominate the basketball team. <laughs> that you would. I would be the you know, icon, even at my age. <laughs> you would still have to avoid Gargamel. <laughs> I think and Jim could punch predators. him. <laughs> hey, Jim, you're playing basketball on the Smurfs court. You're not sporty anymore, Smurf. I'm sporty, Smurf. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be like Billy Madison. <laughs> Uh, Jeff, number five. Uh, my number five is Parks and Recreation, Pawnee, Indiana. Seems like a fun town to live in. It's very close to Gary, Indiana, as well. <laughs> uh, I think it's on the opposite side of the state. <laughs> uh, but but actually, working in that office was there. Is there the possibility that you can go insane? Yes. If they were really your workmates. I would fit along with them, I think. If I would get along with that group of people if I had to work with them. What would except who, for maybe that bastard Gary? Who would? What would you call his name? Jerry? Gary? Uh, what would you? I, I would call him whatever everyone else is calling him at the time. Okay. I would be him Jerry. <laughs> uh, what's your number four, Jeff? Uh, my number four. I'm picking Stranger Things. 1980s Hawkins, Indiana. Sounds like an awful idea. <laughs> but, but, but get me here. It is if the geeks only... and nerds that end up victorious. So I would be on the you right think, side. Yes. And yeah, it but would be good a cool guys way of... die in there. <clears throat> I mean, we lose Barb, we lose Bob. Yeah. Okay. But, oh God, would I be a Bob or would I be 
one of the kids. Oh, well, exactly. I'm assuming I'm one of the kids. What would you time. be? <laughs> you would hope you're one of the kids. Yes. yes. And, and and honestly, I have never seen uh, a actual uh, '80s Indiana that isn't that is not overtly racist. <laughs> And you don't get that in Hawkins, Indiana. I mean, I didn't see any overt racism in three seasons of that show. And that's not usually what I see when I go through Indiana. Yeah, there's no KK, uh, KKK headquarters. Uh, Brian, what's your number four? Uh, number four for me would be King of Queens. <laughs> uh, gotta live in New York. Yeah, that that would be a downside, but it would be. But what would your job be on King of Queens based upon the characters in the story? You'd be working at what? IPS, IPS? yeah. IPS, you'd be, a pack, okay. you'd be working with Doug and Deacon. Yeah, true. I wouldn't want to work in the subway with uh, with Spence. <laughs> uh, so, n- number four, Jim. My number four, I will go to Bikini Bottom. SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> now you would drown. Uh, um, I'd, I'd have the same apparatus that the squirrel has. <laughs> oh, okay. And he'd be and dropping, my, and he'd be tripping and on acid own. the whole time. <laughs> that's a, that's a, my, Go ahead, Jim, sorry. And I'd have my own little bubble uh, house down there, like she does. <laughs> I want to see the meth the meth addicted squirrel in SpongeBob. You know, <laughs> and you would you would work at the Burger Grill. What was it uh, Krabby Shack? Right? Yep. Krusty Crab. Krusty Crab. Crabs. Yeah. Oh, Jim would get a job at the Chum Bucket. <laughs> I don't know which one has the liquor license. <laughs> <laughs> The Chum Bucket probably serves liquor, whether they have a license or not. Uh, my number four is uh, the Love Boat. Uh, you meet interesting people. You're on a cruise ship. Uh, you're not working it. I mean, I'm just kind of on the ship all the time. You know, Jason, I like that pick. Thank you. Uh, I, I think you'll find new, exciting places. So there you go. I mean, it promises adventure for everyone. Yeah. And you get alcohol. So, uh, bro- and you would know uh, Isaac, your bartender. Yeah, coolest guy on the boat. I couldn't remember his name. <laughs> That's right, it was Isaac. Uh, Blake, what's your number four? My number four is probably the riskiest choice on my list. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be risky if I'm in the gang, okay. and then it would be good hijinks and fun. If I wasn't in the gang and like a character like Cricket. Or the waitress, where you're constantly abused, you know, or the soldier. I saw this coming. You know, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. It would be a fun place to be if you're I'm on the sure. right side of the bar. If you're in the gang, that means you're friends with a suspected serial killer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> As opposed and to a this guy who a podcast. A <laughs> Bring your own toe knife. Bring your own toe knife. That's right. Exactly. Um, and you'd have to Blake. make your own milk steaks. <laughs> Rum ham. Rum ham. <laughs> it turned out Blake shit to bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, 
Yeah, you're right. It depends on whose apartment I'm in, too. Whether <laughs> you know what if yeah, I'm not with Char- Mac and Dennis, Charlie. if I'm in Frank's and Charlie's Frank place. Charlie's place. See, yeah. it is see, as is why this is the riskiest of on my list. <laughs> uh what you got for number three, Blake? Oh yeah, all right. So uh, number three, we're we're gonna uh Get a little bit better and safer. And uh, this is the only one that I hobied. And I had to hobie it. And once I hobie it, you'll understand. I would, uh, wouldn't mind being in modern family or married with children. Oh, okay. I would probably go modern family. But I could see Modern that. family for the more normal yeah. <laughs> family life. Married with children. There is always Kelly Bundy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and all of her hot friends. Uh, my number three, uh, this is going to kind of come with an issue too. kind of like, uh, Blake kind of depends on what side you're on fantasy Island. Um, that would be, uh, you know, you gotta be careful. I just want to be a resident of the Island. I don't want to be making wishes. I just kind of want to see what goes on. And see the thing is, so you would have to be, if you're on the Island and Mm -hmm. you're not one of the guests, that means you're probably working. You're working. So you would have to be the one to like. Get these people's fantasies going, right. or yeah, or you'd be serving them drinks all day and food, pineapple dishes. Okay, well maybe I do. Or 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 you could be one of the actors in their fantasies. Yeah, I mean I you might have fun being a, a fantasy actor. Yeah, I could do that. Like, yeah, especially the guy who chooses that his fantasy is to hunt humans. True. Or you could just be turning down beds and leaving chocolates on pillows. <laughs> He'd be one of the actors because they need somebody with the depth and scope of his abilities. I mean, look at all his uh, accents. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. His ability to blend in with any accent and speech. Jim, character. thank you. Thank you, Jim. I've got your back, Jason. Thanks, Jim. We'll go to somebody that doesn't have my back. Brian, what's your number three? Uh, my number three will be uh, Sons of Anarchy. No, dangerous. No, on the edge. You want to live in that that world? I love it. That's a tough one. You want to start running guns, Brian? Yeah. Well, I'd probably take over the Ireland chapter. That seems like so I could work with the NRA. (laughs) <laughs> and live in Ireland, and yeah, it's part of the worst season. <laughs> well, yeah, but but he's in Ireland. I mean, but I would make it better. I'll agree with that. You would make it better, Brian. I'll be honest. You can't make it worse <laughs> if you that survive. Season. You couldn't make that season worse. <laughs> you couldn't if you survive. Just don't make out with your half sister. Just remember that. Yes, I don't. don't definitely not going to. What is this, Star Wars? <laughs> Jim, what's your number three? My number three, I'm going to go to Crystal Cove. What is that? And I'm going to try and solve mysteries. Oh, Cabot Cove? Uh, uh, Crystal Cove. Oh. What's Scooby-Doo? Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you meant Cabot Cove with uh, Murder, She Wrote. Murder, She Wrote. <laughs> no, Crystal Cove. I want to join up with Mystery Inc. and uh, and help and help solve uh, mysteries because they're not really hauntings or anything. It's just a guy in a yeah. mask. Yeah, you're hot. not actually in danger <laughs> Jim, yeah. would, Jim would walk in and just punch the guy <laughs> right off the bat oh no, <laughs> no it's, 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 it's your guy's a mask 
Well, yeah, and no matter where where you go or what you're doing, you always got a cool bass line and a drum beat. I mean, and and weed. awesome, lots of weed <laughs> and weed, <laughs> plenty of and Scooby weed. snacks. Awesome. Jim, Fred would be like, "Okay, gang, we're going to make this tow rope, and then we're going to do this and this and this." Jim will just walk in, punch the guy. Got him. <laughs> Let's go. Moving on. <laughs> Next one. It's old man Jenkins again. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Hyde White. <laughs> Jeff, what's your number three? Uh, my number three, it, it might, my, it's, I suppose, a broad blanket. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I suppose you can connect them all together, but pretty much any Aaron Sorkin show. That's a good one. I like Cause that. Because I want to I live in a world where everyone is witty and snappy with their uh, repartee. And you walk and talk. A lot of walking and talking. Yep. That's a good call. Can't give yourself a nickname. It's true. I wanted to be called the Hammer. Uh, Jeff, what's your number two? Uh, my number two. I tried to think of the most laid-back uh, television place I could think of, and that was Letterkenny. I've never seen it, but I trust you. Brian gets approved for it. Brian approves it. That would be that would be fun. <laughs> uh, hey Jeff, you might as well do your number one since it's been picked already. What's your What was your number one? My number one was Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Oh, okay, that was my number five. Really thought uh, about that a long time. Yeah, yeah. That was that was my bad joke before we started. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, what's your number two? Uh, my number two would be Justified. Jeez. Harlan County. Harlan County. Yeah, or Lexington. Or you'd be in Lexington, yeah. It's, or you could be the art dealer who lives in Cincinnati. I could I could be. <laughs> and you wouldn't have to move for that. I know. That'd be that'd be beneficial. Uh he would have to move from Norwood to Cincinnati. Uh he would have to be in the limit. Nah. Uh, you could go to Detroit and be part of the Detroit Mafia. No. Nobody. No, no. <laughs> nobody no, wants no, to be okay. in Detroit. <laughs> no. That that didn't, <laughs> you know, didn't turn out so well for them. <laughs> you know, living in Norwood, you would be right for Sons of Anarchy. Oh, <laughs> poor Norwood. Oh, oh, now he won't come on the show. Oh, that Norwood won't listen to our show. <laughs> uh, Jim, what's your number two? My number two is uh, the great land of Ursalia. What is that? Where all the gummy bears were from. Gummy bears, no, gummy no, bears, where no, are you no, from? Jim, for sales, you for that? sales. Gummy bears, because, gummy bears. Because it has a great theme song that Jason doesn't know. <laughs> gummy bears, gummy and bears, where did you gummy come Gummy berry from? juice is like really addictive. So <laughs> I want to find out all the secrets. Well, in the show, they all move away from that. The gummy bears leave Ursalia because the humans are trying to get in there and find out all their secrets. And trying to eat them. <laughs> <laughs> well played, Jim. Um, my number two is the Orville uh, because it gives hope that in the future that people can get over petty differences and it would be fun to explore different lands. And it would be kind of a sense of humor that Star Trek never has. So I'm going with the Orville. I was trying to think of a futuristic show because mm-hmm. it's like I would like to live when like technology is better than it is now, but everything I could think of was a dystopian future <laughs> show, and I yeah, didn't want Jeff, that. Jeff, your number one could be Snowpiercer. 
<laughs> this train. Yeah, on this train. And, on and the I, train. I'm at the caboose. <laughs> Jim. Yeah, the, the Trekkie stuff would be good, only if you're a gold or a blue shirt. Not in the Orville. <laughs> the Orville is a little bit better. Uh, let's see. Uh, Blake, what's your number two? Uh, my number two, I, I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm going to have to go with friends. Huh. I could put up, I could put up hanging out with Joey and Chandler because I think I already live some of that to an extent. I'd have to tolerate Ross, but you know, living in the world of friends and how the uh, show tropes go, you know, I eventually get to date Phoebe, Monica and Rachel and have sex with all three, not to mention special guest stars. Brad, come on, this isn't, this isn't coming. Oh, and you'll have a super cheap apartment in New York, huge apartment in New York City. And for, exactly. And for like a week, you get free porn. So there you go. Exactly. <laughs> right, it's you an ideal living situation. I'm not helping you move your couch. Pivot. 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 Uh, Blake, what's your number one? My number one. All right, my number one. You know, I put a lot of... Oh, a lot of thought into this, and uh, I'd have to live in the world of Baywatch. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to explain? Nope, nope. They're they're running. <laughs> run, Yasmin, run. Unfortunately, is that because you saw it with Joey and Chandler on Friends? <laughs> I could have tied these together exactly. Unfortunately, TV the TV gods were mean to you and put you in Baywatch Nights, not Baywatch. <laughs> so. Oh. <laughs> Oh, man. You know, I did notice on this list, I have two TV worlds where there was Matt LeBlanc in them. Because <laughs> he was married with children. Yes. Oh, yep. yeah. Yep. Uh, and his, I was like, Ooh. And the spinoff, Top of the Heap. Oh, my God. Top of the Heap to you, too. Thank you. Uh, number one for me is uh, Newhart, uh, Vermont. Have a little uh, hotel, bed and breakfast. Bed and breakfast. Bed and breakfast. Uh, I could do that. Uh, new, and it's laid back. Wait, quirky could neighbors. You, yeah. Wait, wait. Could you? Just, you'll have strangers in your house all the time. Yeah, but you really didn't see many guests, so I feel like it was. No. <laughs> guests no, there all it, the time. <laughs> would it be the reality or the dream? The reality. Uh, it would be the dream. It would be the dream. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, not the, the actual Newhart, that one. So would out. you be Larry or Daryl or Daryl? Stephanie. <laughs> Stephanie. <laughs> so you want to date uh, Peter Scolari? Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Steven. What, was, was, it, was that Buffy or Hildegard? <laughs> Stephanie. He was Hildegard. Stephanie. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jim, what's your number one? My number one, I, I, I kind of hobied this one, but you guys kind of understand why. I just couldn't decide. Oh. Um, was it Cohog, Massachusetts? <laughs> Cohog, Rhode Island. Oh, Rhode Island. Co- yeah. Cohog, Rhode Island. Would it be Springfield? Simpson. Springfield, Springfield it it's a hell of a town. Or South Park, Colorado. Oh. <laughs> I, thought I think going- it. It would be absolutely fantastic to watch all this unfold <laughs> as just yeah. one of the neighbors. <laughs> I, 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 and the good thing about living there, you would never age. Nope, I'd never age. It's like, oh, my God, <laughs> they built Cleveland's house again. <laughs> I thought you were going with, 
King of the Hill, Jim. I thought you were going to add King of the Hill there. Yeah. You'd watch Kenny die week after week. <laughs> week after week. And uh, <laughs> I'd get some of the uh, uh, Tegrity Farms weed. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tegrity. Uh, Brian, what's your number one? Uh, number one for me, Texas Forever, Friday Night Lights. Oh, I should have saw that coming. Nice call. I, I saw that one coming, so I stayed away from it. I didn't want to steal it. <laughs> so would you be on the football team? Or the coach? Or would you be the equipment manager? I, I would not be the equipment manager. <laughs> <laughs> but it, Are you sure? Because, you know, like equipment managers you? really have a good job to work. Is that is that job not good enough for you? I can tell Donnie his job's not good. Are you yeah, too good right. enough to be an equipment manager? Uh, I would probably be like, I'd probably be like a sales manager at Garrity Motors. There you go. Uh, real, <laughs> real quick. I know who I'd be. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be the oldest Riggins brother. <laughs> uh, again, send your dick pics to at Jimmy Riggins. Um, <laughs> Real quick here, since we get through some of these, since we're running just a little bit late here, uh, any honorable? Yeah, how many Richard quick? Nixon picks are you going to get, though? Many <laughs> seven. Uh, how many? Uh, any honorable mentions? Nope. I've listed I have five. A lot. Uh, pretty much most of Brian's list, I would have been my honorable. <laughs> <laughs> I had the puppy bowl because you're surrounded by puppies all the time. It's kind of nice. Yeah. Uh, and I had Cheers. Everybody knows your name. I had Cheers, and I actually had it on my list. I had to take it off because I was scared I'd become an alcoholic. Yeah, I had that. Yep. I did too. J- Jason, yeah. didn't we actually kind of live the Cheers life for a while? We did. Didn't your Didn't your sister in law make fun of the fact that her children knew where you were going to be spending your weekends? Yes. <laughs> wait, wait, what wait. Bar you were spending your weekends at? It's okay. I was you fine got- with that. You guys talk about this in the past tense? <laughs> I haven't gone out of my house in a year, Jim. <laughs> uh, I still kind of... <laughs> I'm kind of there still. <laughs> well, see, we were just customers. You were an employee. You don't have to be an alcoholic. You don't, you don't, you don't be, you be Sam and just not drink. Recovering alcoholic. That's true. Uh, That's true. Brian, you have anything I had, real quick? I had scrubs, and you, but you guys picked it. I, I was going to be in it, but I didn't know if I wanted the stress of being an actual doctor too. You know, yeah, pretty stressful dealing with people dying all the time. I had because uh, doctors are horrible. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Now I also had uh, i i would have uh, I would have hobied one of my selections as either Charmed or Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, <laughs> that was but, that was Doctor Dana's one pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're currently rewatching it, so <laughs> yeah. But you want to, you would want to have some kind of witchcraft or power to help fight the baddies. You yeah, want to be the sidekick. Yeah, you don't want to be the no no magic person. <laughs> yeah. Now I yeah. could do in all those worlds. Yeah. I'd be the first one to die on screen. Yes, exactly. <laughs> now I could do bewitched, but only if I was married to Samantha. Yeah, but would you make her not use her magic? Oh I mean, hell yeah! Stupidest thing ever. Wiggle that nose. Uh, Brian, what you got? But I, also, also, I had uh, Laverne and Shirley. So you work at the brewery? I said you'd be working at the brewery, hanging out with Laverne and Shirley, and 
you'd have hours of fun with Lenny and Squiggy and take dancing and singing lessons for the big ragu. And you know, on weekends you'd be bowling. No bowling yep. at the, with that, the pizza joint. Correct. And my last one that I thought as a kid that I thought would be awesome to live in the house of Ricky Schroeder on silver spoons. <laughs> yes. A hundred percent agree with that. Answer. You just wanted a giant train. And yeah. you could, and you can hang out with Alfonso Ribeiro. Alfonso Ribeiro to learn how to break dance. Uh, Brian, what do you got real quick? Uh, let's see. I had um, Cobra Kai. Nope. Don't want to live there. Nope. Everybody I don't want to live in a town of, with How many broken bones are you going to have? I just want to hang out with Stinger. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, that I can understand. Um, the Roman karate gang scares the shit out of me. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you're always finding people. You don't really have to work or go to school. You're just it's just nonstop karate. <laughs> I love it. Your medical bills are expensive. Your back broke. Yeah. So it'll be fine in you six do car eight weeks. wash and you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I had uh, Ted Lasso. Oh. I don't know if anybody's seen that. I've seen the but, commercials. I've heard nothing but great things it's about it. So good, man. It's only one season right now, mm-hmm. but I've seen it three times through already and it it's so good um then i had uh yellowstone i thought about yellowstone i thought about it i don't know what side i'm on though <laughs> that's the issue best side know. i'm on best i think side. it would be pretty sweet to work on a ran- on the ranch and just mm. be in montana and oh. i mean that would be a lot of fun be on the ranch yeah no not the I, ranch oh yeah could have been on the ranch <laughs> No, the number one rule of picking my worlds is I didn't want a world where there were sides. Because <laughs> Lord knows I would be picking the wrong one. Um, we had a we had, the one the one futuristic uh, one I would pick would be the Expanse. It's a uh, Amazon show, or it was sci-fi. I think Amazon picked it up. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now I did I did forget one because you talked about the. Uh, 80s in Stranger Things and stuff, and uh, I, I would wouldn't mind Freaks and Geeks because that's a, that is pretty much you know the people I grew up. Well, I'm about to say you pretty much lived in that I world. I pretty much yeah. lived it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we'll go through some of these. We got we had a lot of responses. We appreciate that. Um, yeah, it was a good topic. Uh, top five uh, from Steve at ELFM Podcast. My top five are all Entourage. 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 Ballers might be in there, but I've never seen it. <laughs> oh, Kevin had no, Kevin. No, no good. There are no good characters in Entourage. You'd be hanging out with douchebags. Uh, yes. But he, you know he, Steve is starting a podcast uh, where they are rewatching Entourage. Entourage. Him and another podcast friend of his are are doing a entourage uh, run through and watching episode by episode. So if you want to join, he's looking I, for guests. I can probably do that. I just watched like four seasons of it the last two weeks. <laughs> uh, Jim and I are starting a girls podcast about the girls TV show. Um, actually, we and- hate ourselves. <laughs> And uh, coming next year, uh, or I'm sorry, after the summer break, Jim and I are doing a Million Little Things uh, podcast as well. So uh, I would much rather do a mil- rewatch a Million Little Things than girls. 
It's too bad that somebody already took the idea of a Friday Night Lights one. Oh. Uh, number five from Kevin at Cincy Explorer, Parks and Rec, Boardwalk Empire. Nope. Uh, the Office. Huh. Cheers and the Aaron Sorkin universe. Did he read my list <laughs> that I made up at <laughs> quarter to eight? <laughs> uh, Stork, Episodic Geek Pod, had uh, Deep Space Nine. Always sunny in Philly. Cheers. Three's company. Three's company. Ooh. Come on and knock on my door. I don't want to have to pretend to be gay every episode. <laughs> Why yeah, are you going to be stuck with Mr. Furley? Or are you going to be stuck with Larry? Now, if you're stuck with two babes in your room, that'd be different. And uh, The Simpsons. Yeah, I, I'd be Mr. Roper in that universe. <laughs> or Mr. Roper. Uh, doctor number one, he had uh, number five, The West Wing. P.S. I want my president to be able to handle stairs. Uh, <laughs> In question. Uh, <laughs> number four, Manimal. Hey, Manimal. Three, Ooh. Auto Man. Uh, number two, Chartouse. I just want Jason to pronounce this. <laughs> Charcuterie. <laughs> Charcuterie. <laughs> Chartouse. Charcuterie. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, Jason. And <laughs> number one, Gigolos. I just want to hang out with Buff Bagwell. <laughs> I can understand. Randall Holt. Yeah. RJ I'm surprised Holt. you guys didn't pick any wrestling universes. I thought about it, but yeah. I don't want to get beat up. <laughs> yeah, they get hurt. Yeah. Oh. Uh, number five. I did Jason enough already. It's true. <laughs> Randall Holt had number five, Happy Days. Sunday, Monday, happy days. Uh, True. Number four, Richie Rich. That's a good call. Ah, Number three, I forgot all about this. Are you being served? Good one. I like that one. That's a deep dive there. Uh, Spend all day working in the department store. Yeah, I've worked retail. I don't want to live in that universe. Uh, Number two, Magnum PI. And number one, Night Court. Oh, yeah. Marky, hanging out with Marky Post all night. Uh, Crimson. Like you only get the first season of Night Court. Crimson Idol. Crimson Idol (laughs) at M A H M L B. He uh, or she, I don't know. Number five, Emmanuel in space. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Number four, Red Shoe Diaries. (laughs) Oh, the Red Shoe. Oh, what about Silk Stockings? Hold on. Number three, Hotel Erotica. Number two, Forbidden Science. <laughs> and number one, Alf. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a range. Uh, Brian Owl had The Highwayman, number five. Number four was a good one, Quantum Leap. Quantum Leap. Uh, number three, Firefly. Uh, number two, The Mandalorian. And number one, Sign Seal Delivered. I'm yours. So there you go. Uh, let's see here. Um, yes, that's it. Uh, we did have one quick thing before we get out of here because uh, we're really long now. Uh, one quick thing. Nikki at uh, Puma Zealy, uh, or New Zealand. Uh, Blake, she was excited about your Game of Thrones uh, thoughts, the spinoffs. Uh, she thought you were going to complain for a minute about it and then go on an unrelated tangent for 20 minutes. 
<laughs> and then go back to complain for another few minutes, and you'll ring the bell. Jason will ring the bell and move on. So <laughs> she's looking forward to your complaints. Uh, let's see here. Uh, top five, or also, uh, September 17th through the 19th, real quick, Society Comic Expo. Rumor is get your tickets here in the next couple uh, next month or so, so be ready. Since iComicExpo.com. Be ready to hop on that computer when we say go. Yes. Unless you have tickets from last year that are over this year. Well then you're already ready to go. Yep. And uh bad idea of the week. Uh number three hundred and nine, uh having a meth addicted squirrel. So don't do that. Don't do that. That is a pretty bad idea. Yeah. I just hey, want to go out before we oh, hang up here. This Friday, I'm going to be on uh, everything I learned in movies. Uh, I think he said it's dropping Friday, mm-hmm. uh, where they're doing uh, the uh, uh, Castaway, where we're picking uh, uh, our our list of devil movies. Good job. Yeah. That, that'll be released, I think, this Friday. Then over the weekend, a uh, vote will go out on the uh, Twitter universe there. And uh, I know I'm not going to win because... They had devil movies ain't in my bag, so. <laughs> uh, also, uh, Blake is on 40 going on 14, or 14 going on 40, whatever. 14 going on 40, right? 40 going on 40. Yeah. 40 going on 14. Yeah. Uh, speaking of. Yeah, the one flew over the cuckoo's nest yep. episode. You know, we also, I so uh, they may be coming on ours as either single duos or a whole gangbang. I don't know. Yeah, let's get them all on. Sure. Uh, and, uh, titles for the show real quick. Okay. Oh, I have I got, this. Oh, oh good, Jim. Good, Jim. I have, uh, now Dick Free. I have that. <laughs> <laughs> I had, um, We already had that. <laughs> yeah. We didn't have, um, bleh. <laughs> <laughs> Then I had chartreuse. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. Spell that. C-H-A-R-T-R-E-U-S-S-E. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's charcuterie. Oh, my bad. <laughs> no, I had uh, this train is ours. I, like, I had that one. I had that one. I had Godzilla versus Menudo. <laughs> <laughs> I had now Dick Free. Uh, these sound like Dave Matthews band songs. Uh, wiggle that nose. You only get one joke (laughs) and the same horrible thing every week. I had, uh, why do you ask every week? Uh, let's see here. This train is ours. It could be less than four hours. Leo Theo. And I'll make you infamous. Uh, I had, I also had, I'll make you infamous. Uh, I had Aunt Marge. (laughs) Uh, I do my best drinking in the dark. Um, I do like that one. I think those are the only three that I wrote down. Maybe I got more. Besides this dick, dick free. Uh, anyone else got anything that they really liked? I do have a question in all seriousness. Yes. Uh, when's the Comic-Con? September Comic-Con 17th Expo? through the 19th. Okay. 
Uh, Jeff, what did you like the best? Uh, I did like I uh, do my drinking in the dark. Yeah, I like that. Oh answer. shit! I did like uh, the same horrible thing every week. Okay, I do the uh, I do my best drinking in the dark. Trying to build that bridge for Brian for us to be friends again. <laughs> uh, Just listen to what we say, man. <laughs> what? <laughs> Pay attention to us. I have a I have a conflict on September seventeenth, eighteenth, and nineteenth. <laughs> Roger says goodbye. <laughs> I'm good. Bye. Walking dead to talking heads from comic books to TV sets. There's a history. Not so bad. There's the history. It's the history of bad. So bad. The history of bad. It's bad. The history of bad ideas. Oh, yes. You've been listening to Hobie.